1: And we are live here on another edition of the Voices Wrestling Flagship Podcast. I'm Rich Craig alongside, as always, the king of banter, Mr. Joe Lanza. Joe, what's happening?
0: Uh, not much. I'm just in my seat with a massive erection and a three-hour <laughs> show ahead.
1: <laughs> three-hour show ahead. Yeah, this is a, this is a monumental day. Uh, for for this show, for, for because the,
0: of my massive erection, because of
1: your massive oh. erection, yeah, it's uh, I'm out of nowhere. I'm so glad you mentioned your massive erection, Joe, because uh, it yes. it does segue us perfectly into what I actually wanted to start uh, the show with. It's almost like you tried to, you did that on purpose, but I know it it's you did make like a very odd. I I don't know if that came across on a live uh, feed, but you made a very creaky chair noise, and I don't the chair that you're in. I don't think I've ever heard it before, so I, it may be weighed down by
0: something. I had to make room for my
1: massive erection because <laughs> I was say, I've, I've like. We've done this show with you many times and of course we've heard the uh you know, we've heard the the, the, the ballcock, Joe's ball cock, uh, a very famous uh, segment as well. But uh, yeah, I've never heard your chair creak like that. So yeah, something something definitely is happening there. So
0: Well, I, I leaned back.
1: Okay, yeah, the, yeah. There. Just to kinda But I, you me- probably do that a lot though, right? Or no.
0: Well maybe it needs a little W D forty screen. Maybe right?
1: yeah, I might need something
0: like well, that. Well hold on. Yeah. Shh, shh shh be quiet.
2: Let me let me do the lean back. Ready? Mm-hmm. Quiet.
1: Did you hear it or no? It's a little, it's a little rickety. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I think you need to get something going there. Some, some chairs in rough shape. Some huh? lube or something. Yeah, you know.
0: Some Str- lube for my massive erection?
1: <laughs> well, whichever, yeah. The, the same lube could probably be worked on for both, so. We've been really blue wondering. lately. We, what is going on with these first hours?
0: Well, listen, I, I always wonder what a new listener is going to think <laughs> when they're greeted with, <laughs> I'm sitting here with a massive erection, but of course, that's a send-up on the famous Tom Phillips. Yeah. Text message.
1: So this is a, a, a classic Voice of Wrestling. I don't have the exact date in front of me because I'm not that type of person that like keeps a log very well of these episodes and stuff. I, I probably should, but I kind of enjoy when other people do that work for me, so it, it's nice. But uh, a very famous episode of the Voice Wrestling flagship podcast came. Uh, I believe this would have been. I'm trying to find the exact date. I believe it was sometime around February 2017, if anybody wants to go back. This this news article I'm I'm looking at right now says February 25th. 2017. So two days before my birthday. So a nice birthday gift here uh, from Tom Phillips that that he gave us the infamous Tom Phillips sexting, which led us to talk about sex. Uh, yeah, sex Rollins. I meant to say Sex Rollins. Seth Rollins and his sexting, as well as Ketsuor Shibata's sexting, and then us kind of breaking down um, the, the, their, their their very different skills and and pretty relative to the wrestling skills as well. Shibata nailed it. Shibata was awesome. He just it was Chapin Chapin. What was the exact? Do you remember the exact line that he said?
0: Well, he seemed to be referring to sex throughout all of the sexting as chap and chapin. Yes, correct. But he really capped it off well at the end by dropping a chapin fucking. Oh,
1: chapin fucking—that
0: was the one I was trying to remember. Yeah. Chap and just, fucking. Just, oh, that's
1: yeah. awesome! Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's, it's something like because we we got it through like you know weird translations or whatever. But essentially, it was yeah. Like he, you know, he do hey let's let's do the chap and, chap and chap and yeah. And then at the end, he just goes chap and fucking. <laughs> it's like let's go. Yeah. Like how do you because, not?
0: Because through the whole thing, him and the lady, they're not really being explicit. Like they're using code they're words. They're trying to be
1: cute about it. Being
0: and, cutesy, yeah. right? But you could tell he's got some game. And then she says some cutesy thing like uh, whatever, and then he just drops the chap and fucking, and he just leaves it at that. Even with the little apostrophes next to the letters chap and fucking, right? It's just so smooth. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know he got it too. Like
1: he fucking, he sealed the deal for sure, right?
0: Oh, he definitely banged. There's no question. And then Rollins was just so awful with the sexting. Did you know that it's still, it's still to this day, there are lines that he used in that sexting that are running jokes in my house between me and my <laughs> wife, because I showed her his sexting. And I was like, you want to see the world's worst sexting? Because I, of course, I'm a tremendous sexter, as you would imagine. I mean, very descriptive, uh, tremendous wording. I, I said, you want to see the worst sexting you've ever seen in your life? She goes, sure. I would love to see the worst sexting I've ever seen in my life. So I, I showed her the the Seth Rollins sexting. And there's one line from that sexting that I still use to this day, I'll send it to her randomly during the day when she's at work, or I'll say it when we're about, you know, to get down for some trademark lands of action just to break the tension and make everybody laugh. It's uh it's when he says to the girl, I am sure you can please me quite well.
1: <laughs> it sounds like a bot. Yeah. It's like uh, I'm sure you can please me quite well. I there, am
0: sure you can please me quite well. There is nothing Who- less
1: sexy than than that line right there.
0: How could you send that to someone of the opposite sex with a straight face and expect them to take you seriously at that point? Like, if that's a joke, ju- if you're joking, yeah, if there's around like a wink
1: one. at nudge, if there's like a wink emoji afterwards or whatever, even, even, I think you need to do it in person. You need you, that tone cannot come across well on text unless you know that person well. You know what I mean? If, unless you definitely yeah. know them well, uh, which could potentially be the case, uh, with Seth, but it, it wasn't. wasn't because if you, the, the whole tone of the thing was, was, was way off.
0: Yeah, the whole yeah, if you if you read the whole conversation, that's definitely not what that was all about. Uh he, he like meant that as a sexy line. It just makes your skin Yeah, cold. I hate it. Like, I hate it so much.
1: It's, it's such it never a one. It doesn't make me want to have sex. You know what I mean? Like I get like less interested in sex hearing Seth Rollins say that line. I mean, that is an incredible all-time. I mean that that definitely that's one that you, you definitely say to like kind of ease the mood a little bit you know what i mean to kind of get yeah get them laughing a little bit why well, because that, that's the key i mean that's i you know I, I i'm a big fan of that the uh you know joking around and and having some fun oh is, you always.
0: you use you use humor humor get, yeah, yeah.
1: well i mean you gotta when it's with me i mean geez you're not gonna get uh you know
0: wow whatever. very self-deprecating <laughs> not to get
1: to go over here so you gotta yeah. for the soccer ishikawa of uh sex over here so you're
0: the <laughs> <laughs> The stalker Ichikawa of sex. I love it. That's a new thing now. You just created a new thing?
1: Yeah, that's all right. Yeah.
0: How'd you not think of that in 10 years? The stalker (laughs) Ichikawa of sex. That's so good. Is it?
1: (laughs) I don't know if it's that
0: good. That's so good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't.
0: Come on. You know that's a thing now. That's
1: a thing. It's fine. It's fine. I'll own it.
0: The listeners are going to love that. Yeah, but no, I I will text that to TLB on occasion, at least once a month. I'm sure you can please me, please me quite well, and uh, many laughs are had. Um, yeah, it's just a terrible, terrible just line,
1: all time bad one. And and in the middle of it all, in the middle, so you had Shibata who just nails it with Chap and fucking he seals yeah. the deal. Uh, Seth, I forget who this was. I forget if this was was this Zara that we were talking about here. Is this the days of Zara, or this was somebody else, right?
0: I don't think it was Zara. I think oh, it, it was it. Zara? I don't remember. I yeah, remember. yeah. So I can, I cannot
1: attest to him sealing the deal with uh, uh with with this particular woman. It really but.
0: doesn't matter who he was sexting with. It's just it's just a. A, a line that makes your skin crawl. Absolutely. It does really matter who he was sending it to.
1: Uh, and um, then in between all that we had, and it was a, a magnificent episode because we were able to break down all three of these men who had both had, <laughs> who had all had sexting yes. uh, issues right around the same time, which is nice that we've kind of, everyone's kind of realized it was good. It was like an inflection point for everybody to look in the mirror and go like, we need to be a little less reckless with this. And, and now Snapchat exists. So it made it a little bit easier for these guys to, you know, I'm sure the sexting has not stopped, Joe. The sexting is still going on, but, uh, they're not in Instagram DMs or you know stuff like that. It's it's a little bit uh, uh, a little bit more uh, discreet these days. But uh, in in the midst of it, we had Tom Phillips, who at that time I think was SmackDown commentator. He this is post NXT for sure. He was definitely on the main roster. I want to say it was SmackDown. He bounced around a bunch, but I, I want to say it was SmackDown. And he then this, this came out. Some some woman then put up a, a screenshot of this. Sexting that comes from Tom Phillips and it's a very disturbing picture of Tom Phillips if you want to ever look it up just look up Tom Phillips um dirty messages to Instagram user is, is basically the one I found it's from wrestling-online.com so it says oops Tom Phillips dirty messages to Instagram user published. So if you want to find it, you can find it there. So it's a very disturbing photo of Tom Phillips looking down at his phone, wearing Beats by Dre headphones and kind of staring weirdly at, at, at the phone while he takes a camera a, a, a shot on his, his camera. And, it, it, you know, the girl responds, ha 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 wink emoji. So he's like, oh, OK, I got it. You know, she's she's laughing. She's winking. You know, things are going well. Then he says, quotes, Joe, quote, I am in my seat with a massive erection, period. And a four hour four hours flight ahead, I'm going to face fuck the shit out of you,
0: and thus face fuck Phillips. There you was go. Born.
1: People always ask, where did the face fuck?" And we don't. One of the things with the bits on this show, there's a lot of times on our Discord or on Twitter, people say, "What are the bits? What's this bit? I don't understand this bit." And you and I don't really like we we kind of say, "Hey, look, you know, you'll learn it eventually." We don't want to do a show. We don't want to be WWE where we hit you over the head every single week with every single bit that we do. Some bits, they just happen. You hear them. You might not know what it is, but you you'll catch up eventually. Either you'll figure it out on your own. You'll look it up. We'll 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 reveal it at some point. But yeah, we always get constantly. Anytime we mention Tom Phillips, we say face fuck Phillips, and people always say a they call him face Phillips, and that is not what we call him. We call him face fuck no. Phillips, not right. fuckface
0: Phillips. Correct.
1: And 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 people say what is the origin of that? Where does that come from, or whatever? And we always kind of keep it secret. People find out eventually. But there you go. For for people that have been asking. Quote, I'm going to face fuck the shit out of you is, is, is the line. And then that's all we know about the sex thing that, that, that potentially ends there. Uh, the, the, uh, I forgot about this part too. On the, uh, the screenshot here that the woman sends quote, this is why I don't trust people without my friends. I never would have known that a high profile WWE commentator who was talking to me and wanted to get together is engaged. I had zero idea, and I couldn't be more sorry to the girl involved. You deserve better than this. Apparently, nobody is faithful anymore. At TV's Tom, I guess that was his Instagram account at that point. TV's Tom, hashtag WWE, hashtag SmackDown, hashtag Tom Phillips, hashtag NXT, hashtag wrestling.
0: Listen, if he wasn't engaged, he was undoubtedly going to get some. I think we could read between the lines there. That's how we broke it down the first time.
1: I think so, too, yeah.
0: I mean, I kind of feel bad from the, for the guy from that perspective. Like, I don't – like this isn't like a uh, speaking out me too situation. This was all consensual. It looked like they were on the path to getting it on. And then she found out that he was creeping on his fiance, and she rightfully got annoyed by that. I still don't know how I feel about her going public with it. I don't know how I feel about that, that part of it. Uh, getting mad at him, cutting it off, calling him a piece of shit. Informing the fiance, uh, all varying degrees of fine, but going public, I don't know. From that perspective, I kind of, because here's the other thing, too. We have no idea what kind of arrangement Tom Phillips had with his fiance. We don't know. I mean, we see it all the time with celebrities and athletes. Sometimes they get the pass, Rich. Sometimes they have the pass, you know? And then, you know, this girl puts this all out there and maybe she unnecessarily embarrassed both of them. Both Tom Phillips and the fiance. I don't know. Did he end up marrying that girl or what? Uh,
1: I don't think so. I think that was unfortunately the end of the uh, uh, relationship. I don't know. So, uh, I don't know for I, certain, I, but uh, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think he had the pass uh, in, right. in this case. I guess, but
0: I guess forget everything I said. I, <laughs> I mean,
1: I, I could be wrong again. I don't remember. It was many many years ago, and I, I don't really care about the yeah. you know, relationship status of wrestlers. Some people love that shit. I don't like. Yeah. I'll I'll mention somebody in there. I'm like, oh, yeah, her girlfriend. They're like, no, they broke up. And I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know. All right, cool. Yeah.
0: You hit me with one of them last week with Janella and Brandy Lauren.
1: Yeah, yeah, I found that out because I said something. People were like, oh, just so you know, they broke up. I'm like, oh, all right. I don't
0: know. (laughs) Well, then you passed it along to me. Like, you gave me
1: the. (laughs) Right.
0: Just so you know, they broke up. And then I felt like. Well, you apparently
1: were like five weeks behind or whatever. Yeah, it's like people know about the day after. No, no, they're done.
0: (laughs) You know what it is? Because. People are on all of the Instagrams and fucking... They're on all the social media, and we're not. We're just strictly Twitter, which we don't even want to be on. So they follow all these wrestlers on all this shit, and then they follow the clues. Like... If these people have each other blocked or they're not liking each other's posts anymore, and then they do their detective work mm-hmm. and they figure out that they're not together anymore. Yeah, there's no Rich, photos. Ryan, the
1: do- dogs are a good way to tell, too. I, I have yes. I have discovered that. Like, you'll see, you know, a wrestling couple and they're like, oh, we adopted this dog. Or whatever," And then, like, yeah, you know, one true. party, you never see the dog again. And then the other party, you do see the dog again. You're like, oh, all right. Uh, all right. Like, yeah, I think I sure. get what's going on here. Yeah. The. The. The cutesy, you know, pool pictures. Everyone's got their Florida pools, you know, they like screened in pools. All of a sudden, it's just one person in the pool. It's usually the woman. Uh, I'm not really following the the, the male uh, Instagrams all that often. But uh, yeah, usually the woman is, is is now in the pool by herself. And you're like, oh, man, oh, I don't know. This could be it. So dogs are a good indication uh, as well as pools and, and who's in the pool with them. So,
0: yeah, I, I just don't have the time or energy to do detective work on uh, who people are dating or not dating anymore. Um, but I mean, all right, okay, maybe Phillips didn't have the pass. Hey, look, undoubtedly cheating. Wasn't he? Wasn't he supposed to get married in like a couple? Of days? Yeah, it was like know? not that long
1: after that he was supposed yeah. to get married, which is a tough, rough go, for sure. Yeah, you might want to just keep your nose clean for I don't know a month or two, pal. But uh...
0: eh, we're just having a little fun with with uh, fuckface Phillips. But here's the thing: I don't see. I don't. I don't have a problem with his sexting technique. It's a. It's a little uh, in your face no pun intended. Uh, it, it's a little graphic, but she clearly was, was okay with that style of sexting. So I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I i am not i do not read his sex and, and get, get creeped out or, or, uh, or feel like he's, he doesn't have any game the way that I did with Seth Rollins. Uh, it comes across his, his sexting style, at least with Missy, the tattooed girl here is, uh, is, is, is uh, graphic yet playful is how it comes across. Graphic, yet playful. I gotta be honest; it's pretty close to my my sexting style. You know, not that the listeners. I'm sure Rich is cringing at uh, me describing my sexting style. Well, no, I'm, I'm.
1: What I'm actually doing is doing a little bit of research here. Uh, I don't know if we ever had these follow ups, but uh, uh, WrestlingNews.co, thankfully, and 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 Raj Geary of, uh, of Wrestling Inc. actually spoke out to reached out to the woman that was involved here. Uh, and she gives a little bit of background into this. Uh, so, obviously, this is one side of the tale, but uh, here, here's what she says. And this is, again, from uh, February 28th, uh, 2017, when this all happened. So, the reason we're talking about this is uh, Philip got canned today. So, that, that's why we're. we're Getting back around here in case you're wondering. what. That Who cares about yeah. that? Um, quote, she said that it started out after she commented on one of his Instagram posts and he later reached out to her via DM. The conversation started innocently. Then they began to flirt with each other. She said that Phillips told her that he was, quote, single and also, quote, living the dream. Oh, bad boy, Tom. Bad boy. Bad boy, Tom.
0: You weren't single, Tom.
1: Yeah, you could just say, you know, I got a fiance, but uh, she lets me do it. You know what I mean? Like that, I think, you know. know, But anyway, Uh, she also noted that she knew of him because she is a wrestling fan and her friends were the ones that found out he was engaged. Uh, Up until the day she found out they had been talking almost every day via text message and FaceTime. So... Apparently he had been reprimanded by WWE on Thursday. Uh, he says, wow. "She says, quote, on Thursday he called me and said he had just been reprimanded by WWE Human Resources because he had been speaking to me the whole time on his company cell phone." Uh, <laughs>
0: felt, Tom. These way... are rookie mistakes. You never use the company, <laughs> the phone.
1: company cell phone. You I... don't
0: use the company phone, Tom. Yeah, this. You is... don't use the company phone. You don't use the company laptop. This is first day stuff.
1: Right. Right. You don't even use. Sometimes you don't even use. You don't even use the home address. Like I. I you don't. Even even use the, the hometown is that correct like
0: you'll oh, back in those
1: days yeah back oh, yeah, in the, I, I mean those that early i mean these are even pre-2017 lands of days where you would like get a hotel like 45 minutes away from your house
0: yeah i don't want them tracking me down <laughs> half the time they know my name are you kidding me so you can't use the company phone and the company laptop that's first day stuff <laughs> but you know, i'm gonna tell you what he was doing though i'm gonna tell you what he was doing he wasn't going to use his personal phone and personal laptop because the fiance could potentially see that stuff. She's never going to think to look on the company stuff because that's just boring company shit. Right. She, OK. OK. See, but she might get a hold of his phone like, you know, oh, let me see your phone. You know, so he that's why he was doing that. But still a bad move. He, you know, you either have to have a third burner if you're going to live this life. And it's a it's a it's a very stressful life. Or, you know, you just got to bite the bullet, do it on your personal phone. And then block and delete everything every time you know you're going to be with your significant other. So there are cheating tips from Joel Lanson. Enjoy.
1: Uh, so she does say here, quote, apparently Philip's fiance was tagged in memes, so she is well aware of what went down <laughs> on this. So, yeah, but we don't know, again, if, like, again, she was aware of this or whatever. I, I, I don't remember the, uh, I don't remember the, the follow-up, but uh, we do have additional sex here. Are you ready?
0: Yeah, I'm ready for additional these sex. Are, these are more
1: flirts than sex, but either way.
0: They can still be broken down.
1: Exactly. So so this is Tom's underscore TV or TV TVs underscore Tom wrote here. Uh, quote, my hat's off to you. I don't have any tattoos, but I'm a massive fan of them. You have some beautiful art.
0: Yeah, you know, he may or may not like tattoos, but you're going to say that. Cause yeah, you're trying yeah to that's not that's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she says, good
1: eye, man. He says, quote, and then there's the rest of you behind your arms. Wink
0: see he's trying to get things dirty already it's
1: you a know, little too dead. early yeah hi oh you have very nice tattoos oh thank you i'd really like to see your breasts you know what I
0: mean? it's like okay hold on hold on pal. like you got. Well, here, know thing, ask though.
1: about the tattoos a little bit more like hey where'd you get you know what was your first tattoo like where'd you get your first tattoo what do they mean like you know what i mean like you gotta I, that's how i would do it at least but
0: rich i respect that strategy but i respectfully disagree i'm okay. gonna tell you why this man's engaged this is a random fan if you think Missy, the tattooed girl, was his first rodeo with random fans, ah, tr- right. he was, that he was hitting up in DMs on 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 the gram, it's not. He wants to get right down to business because he's got to be efficient. He doesn't want to waste any more time with this girl than he has to. He wants to see if there's something there, and if there's not, then he wants to move on to the next one. That's that's his hustle. Here. Okay.
1: That, yeah, that's that's where me and 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 Phillips uh, and tell- uh, Phillips would uh would disagree there. There. So all right. So we. Yeah. I. This one is. Uh, mm. This one's cut off, so we don't know, but this is a, 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 a text message. Uh, quote, haha, I mean, based solely on photos, I am definitely attracted to you. I don't know. I never reach out social media because I worry it'll blow up in my face or get posted somewhere. Once I started talking to you, I was hooked now that's a line he gives that to everybody right
0: he gives that line to every single (laughs) that that is in
1: his notes app copy paste boom like yeah that
0: because what he's saying is you're so special i trust you
1: right i would never do this with just a normal woman but you are special yeah so that's what he says um they're talking about where this is the last one that we get here um it's somewhere. He goes, quote, I love that area. Or no, sorry, sorry. She says, I love that area. I was at the live show there about uh, a year or so ago. I found a really sweet bar by there that had such a great beer. I almost skipped your show. Uh, TVs underscore Tom says, ha, ha, ha. Well, if there's a bar near your place, dot, dot, dot.
0: Mm, yeah. See, like I said, he just wants to get see if this thing has some likes. Yeah. And yeah. he wants to know right away. Dipping the he toes in the again. water.
1: Yeah. Dipping the toes in the yep. water. He doesn't really want to get to know or all that. He's just kind of getting. No. The, yeah. Oh, there's and a honestly, bar. I
0: re- and honestly I respect that. Yeah. And 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 from the female's perspective, she probably respects that. Because if she's interested in getting down, then she'll keep talking to him. If 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 not, she's gonna think she's a creep and she's just gonna block him. So uh you know what the intentions are. Uh I, what I also like too is he's a ha 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 guy and not an LOL yeah, guy. He ha-ha. Not,
1: ha-ha. Yeah, he is a ha ha ha. Yeah, he is a ha 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 guy.
0: I'm not an LOL guy either. I'm a ha 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 guy. And as you know, uh, I have never sent an emoji that was not an eggplant. <laughs> that is true. Yeah.
1: So yeah, earlier he, today, instead of sending me the thumbs up emoji, you said you just said thumbs up
0: <laughs> to me. So Correct. I am yeah. not an emoji guy. The only emoji I have ever sent is the eggplant, which I send to TLB frequently. I—that's uh, not true. I've also sent her in the following sequence: uh, the what, what's what's the uh, fruit people use for the ass deep? The peach. Oh, the peach. Yeah, I, yeah, the peach. I send the peach, the eggplant, and then an exploding volcano in, in, ah, in order yeah, times yeah. to TLB. But other than that, I refuse to use emojis. Um, so, yes, I will spell it out rather than use the actual emoji. Uh, listen, I got to be honest. I, I have no problem with with, uh, with Facebook Phillips' technique. I think um, I, I can understand his train of thought. Um, look, you know, cheating on the fiance you're going to marry in like four days. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I can't co-sign on that. But uh, he kind of got to, you know. Uh, the fact that it went public, I'm still iffy on that. Even though he was the cheater in the scenario, but uh, look, I, I can't hate on the guy. You know, it sucks that it's out there, but I'll be honest. If I were him, aside from the fact that you know maybe his fiance broke up with him, maybe she didn't. I don't think the rest of this is all that embarrassing. No, like, there's I
1: nothing to really be embarrassed about, which is which is nice. So
0: I don't think I'd be embarrassed about any of this if I were if this all if this were exact thing happened to me with these exact words, I wouldn't be embarrassed. Now Seth Rollins should be humiliated. Yes,
1: yes, yeah, he should. <laughs> his
0: texting is horrendous; like it's just horrible. And and Shibata should be patting himself on the back, and we should all be copying his technique. So that's the three levels here.
1: Uh, but anyway, of course, as we're talking about this, is uh, uh, according to Fightful, Tom Phillips released by V. Uh, today And this actually follows up as well. Earlier in the week, Ednan uh, Verk, who we, uh, we had talked about when he arrived there all those many, many months ago uh, that he arrived in WWE, uh, they announced, uh, WWE announced that he and Virk uh, had, had uh, or he and WWE had agreed to part ways, mutually agreed uh, to part ways. And he says, quote, thanks to WWE for a wonderful opportunity. The weekly travel along with my other jobs is a grind for me and my family. And grateful to everybody with the company, especially WWE Graves and Byron Saxon for being such fantastic teammate. so we'll get we'll get to Phillips here in a, in a second we kind of break down his uh his his legacy Joe in WWE but uh what about the Adnan Virk legacy uh that lasted all of what seven shows six or seven shows I believe
0: yeah so we may have TLB coming in to break down the uh oh. Tom Phillips sexting from a women's perspective oh we go. Well, fantastic
1: okay. let's go all, all right. right I'm come out on. I'm done you, you want to run the show here I'll just kind of sit right.
0: out so come on in here's TLB don't look at the screen yet. Remember that we talked about uh, Seth Rollins' awful sexting, and he had that awful line, I am sure you can please me quite well, which we laugh about all the time because of how awful it is and how it would just dry up your vagina in seconds and just, yeah. Okay. We have new wrestler sexting, which I want you to break down from a women's perspective. We already broke it down. Okay. This is uh, Tom Phillips, WWE announcer. He sent the girl that picture. Former announcer. He sent the girl that picture of his face. He does look surprised. I think he's trying to be zany. Okay? Decent looking guy, right? Hard to tell. That's a bad picture. He's a
1: decent looking guy. Trust. Yeah. I I think he's a decent looking
0: guy. You have to trust our opinion. He's he's a decent looking guy. Okay. So her response to his zany picture.
3: The laughing.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And a little wink. She's open for business. That's what that means, right? Yeah. So if a woman winks, she's open for business? Pretty much. (laughs) I don't know about (laughs) unilaterally. Hold on a minute. It's it's playful. Okay. Yeah. So here's what he had to say. Go ahead and read that out loud.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> I'm in my seat with an um, with a massive erection and a 4 hours flight ahead. Or to face fuck this shit how of you? <laughs> I mean
2: Loud. Go ahead.
3: Okay. I like it.
2: Oh, like wow. Yeah. All right. You approve.
3: Yeah, I mean I like thinking about a massive erection. Stuck with it for four hours. That's fun. (laughs) Flight. He can't really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He wants
3: to. You know. But I I mean, I'm thinking of him. Like, I don't know. Is he on his way to tour in this four hours? Probably Uh, not.
0: Presumably, he's on. Well, here's the thing: Is it sexy that he's saying that you're giving him this four-hour massive erection? Like, is that the part that's a turn? Well,
3: I mean, I'm. I mean, sure. I mean, I guess if you're. I mean, I don't know what's been sent to him prior, but I mean, sure, that can be turn on to think oh you have this
0: yeah you know. massive erection you can yeah. say yeah so this is good sexting this is like i
3: like it he sounds confident like i'm not asking if i'm gonna fuck you i'm going to fuck wow. you
0: yeah all like right that. Yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah hell yeah now i compared his sexting style of playful but a little dirty to my sexting style would yeah. you accurately describe that as my sexting style Playful, but a uh, little dirty. Yes, that's that's generally my. That's <laughs> a
1: reluctant yes. I'm not it's gonna it. lie. That was a little reluctant.
0: The, he, Rich is saying that's a reluctant yes. Well,
3: it's it's not exactly your style. I mean, you know, it's been a while since you've sexed
1: Listen, but come on, what Joe. What are you doing?
3: You used to send.
0: Would you? Would you? Would you like to describe to the audience what happened to you last night? I mean. I I,
3: mean Oh well, my God, that's embarrassing. Well, listen. <laughs> Only you, because it's personal.
0: You just buried me. You said I never sexed you. Anyway, back to Tom uh, Phillips. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we're not so, worried about Joe. All right. This to, is, to so this is similar to my sexting style, but not quite right on the nose.
3: Right, but it's definitely right. similar. It's similar. Okay. Especially in the whole, like. And you. He, 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 this is just two texts from him, but I would assume it's like he seems like he knows what he wants and he gets it. Type of guy. All right. And that's well,
0: the type of guy you kind of are. So. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I get I get I get some burials and I get some uh oh, get the child out of here. This is okay. not child appropriate. Um okay. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Bravo. So so there you go. We got the women's perspective on the uh on the facefuck sex sexing. How about that? That was good. That's great. A man who gets what he wants, Tom Phillips.
1: Angel Lance apparently. Yeah. Well, you know, but we have what we have heard, though, is that uh, of, a cry man for man help problems. there. A little more, a little more sexting would be nice. You know,
0: listen, 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 getting old, getting, no old getting old, Joe. <laughs> listen, there's no need for the sexting <laughs> when the real thing is right around the mm-hmm. corner. OK, so, you know, that's uh, but anyway, that was uh, I wanted to see what a real woman had to say, you know. So um, what were we talking about? Adnan Virk now?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess I, I, if you're ready to talk Adnan Verk.
0: I'm ready to talk about Adnan. Virk. Let's talk about him.
1: Okay. Well, he was we there for seven shows. From,
0: do we have sexting from? Adnan Virk? Uh,
1: I don't, but I don't know. Someone may, someone might. I don't. I don't know if you do, but uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Ednan Verk has sent a, a sext or two, right? Um, he's got, I, think, I think he's got a wife and kids and stuff. I'm sure, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, I think Adnan Verk is probably sexted at some point. Yeah, but uh, he won't be calling Raw anymore. That, he won't. No,
1: he will not be calling around anymore. Yeah, after about six or seven shows, yeah, he and, and WWE have mutually agreed to part ways. Now, the Adnan Virk thing, we we talked about, came quick though. We we had like one or two shows where we talked about him, and he's there and gone. He will, he will be in the lineage of the Rod Bartlett's of the world, and you're uh, just kind of these quick guys. I, he's even less than Adamly. Lee. Adamly, Lee, at least they tried out for like six or seven months before they realized that was an absolute you know abject failure. But uh, yeah, Adnan Virk, one of, one of the shortest uh, runs I, I'd say of any uh, announcer in WWE history here. Uh, a Nick Khan guy. Uh, his prior, his agent uh, gets him in here. A real sports guy, had done stuff for baseball tonight, or done stuff for MLB Network. had done stuff for, I think, ESPN. He had done a bunch of real sports stuff. They get him in here. Uh, clearly, not working out. If you listen to him, it was very, very bad from the beginning. Which, and again, I, I mean, and we'll talk about it again. You know, because there's another new guy coming in and another real sports guy coming in. It's a really tough job to be the lead announcer on Raw. It's a really tough job to be the lead announcer of any sport. We talk about it all the time. Play-by-play, nobody has any idea how hard play-by-play is. It is so hard to do, and that's why when you have guys like Lenny Leonard and you have guys like Ian Riccoboni who are so good at it, it's like you do not realize how good those people are and how leaps and bounds ahead of the game that they are. We we talked about Jay in Dragon Gate as well is a guy who it's taken him you know, seven or eight months to really get it. Now he's good. Now he's very, very good, and he figured it out, but it's not easy. It's very difficult. And now you have this guy who who gets dropped in to the major network, you know, the, the the top show on the big, you know, bet network and all that sort of stuff. And it's also this company where the entire time that you're supposed to do this commentary and you're a real sports guy calling matches with zombies, you now have Vince McMahon screaming in your ear the entire time. So it, it, it it's no doubt in my mind that this, yeah, I'm not shocked that this only lasted seven or eight shows, that it didn't last a little longer, that they didn't try to maybe make it work. Uh, It's maybe a little surprising, but I got to imagine it was, you know, when they say mutually agree to part ways, who do you think was more leaning towards? Hey, this is not working out. I need to go type stuff. Was it you you think he maybe made the call and said, I, you know what, let's let's call this a day. This is not going to work out.
0: No, I because it came the same day as all those other corporate cuts. So I think um, they knew that he stunk and he was playing catch up and they got rid of him because to me, his statement was all face saving, too. The way he said, oh, I have a lot of jobs and the travel's hard. And I, I think th- that totally read to me like he was saving face. So, um, you know, I just, I just think they realized very quickly it was a mistake and why invest more time into it. And I'm sure he didn't come cheap. That's the other thing, Oh, no, too.
1: no, no, no. Yeah, we should talk about that. I mean, this is a guy who, again, was a real sports guy, can, can get... Real sports jobs in a lot of different places. Had had some issues along the way. The ESPN stuff was a bit of an issue when he's you know leaking you know reports to to, to uh, uh, websites and, and and different you know the sport equivalent of dirt sheets or whatever he's leaking stuff to. So he had his issues, but no, he's he's a guy that could definitely get. He's not a he's not he's not a mark for the business that's going to just work here because this is his dream job. I mean, this is a job that I'm sure. I mean, he's a wrestling fan. He knew what this was, and this was a big deal to him. But yeah, like you said, he's not coming and working for you know a hundred thousand dollars a year. I mean, it was probably significantly more than that.
0: Yeah, so uh, uh, th- that's my read on it, and I could be totally off. My read on it is they were just cutting their losses quickly. They realized he wasn't any good. And, um, and and he put out that statement, which was a little bit of a face saver. But at the same time, he doesn't need that job. You know, he'll have plenty of other – he's got plenty of other work, and he'll have uh, plenty of other work. But then they turn around, and they hire another real sports guy. So it's, it's – you know, they hired uh,
1: – So the name is Jimmy Smith. I have Jimmy Smith, no yeah. idea who that is. I was hoping you had some idea. I know he, does, he did Bellator, and I think he did a little UFC, but obviously – I'm the wrong person to ask about Bellator or UFC commentary, but but do, are you familiar with Jimmy Smith in any way? Yes,
0: yeah, so when he was calling Bellator uh many years ago, MMA fans loved him. And at, you know, at various points he was considered among many hardcore MMA fans the best in the game. Uh, but he was an analyst. See, that's the thing. He's an analyst. He wasn't the play-by-play guy. When he you know, what he's gonna be doing for WWE is presumably gonna be play by play, which is a completely different animal, on top of being pro wrestling versus a real sport. So who the fuck knows how he's gonna be? Um you know, as far as confidence behind the mic and all of that and, and, and knowing how to speak on that shouldn't be a problem. But again, you're also adapting to this weird, insulated universe that they have. And he's doing a different job. He's not an analyst. He's going to be doing play-by-play. So, I mean, obviously the odds aren't good for success. I mean, we have the history and the track record that shows that people with his background just do not succeed at this. So, I have no reason to think that Jimmy Smith is going to do any better um, than a lot of these. Now, look at Pat McAfee. He came in, but he's not doing play-by-play. He's working with Cole and he's the analyst, so it's a little easier for him. He just has to be witty and funny, and throw out the WWE-isms, and, you know, uh, and, and he doesn't have to do the heavy lifting. Adnan Verk had to do the heavy lifting. Jimmy Smith, if he does play-by-play, is going to have to do the heavy lifting and do the majority of the talking. And it's not an easy job, even for people who are indoctrinated into that world, let alone people who are coming from the outside. So do I think Jimmy Smith is going to be successful? No, I do not think Jimmy Smith is going to be successful. But I guess we'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll find out. He uh, apparently is going to start pretty quickly here. So I guess they've been kind of getting him ready or grooming him or whatever the the, the terminology would be that they use uh, for their announcers. But they said the same thing about Verk as well. And, and he was an absolute failure, you know, an abject disaster uh, from the beginning, because you can call like if you're a good play by play guy, you can usually call any sort of sport. But this is a whole different animal. You know what I mean? Like if you're, you, you, you know, the guy that I know from, from who does white size games as a league guy, Jason Benetti, Jason Benetti on a daily basis will sometimes do. He'll do college football, then he'll go do baseball. That he can do basketball, college football, baseball, whatever the hell you need him to do, he can basically do it because he knows those sports. He's a good play-by-play guy. He can handle it. That's fine. Those are the elite guys that can do that. Your Ian Eagle is a guy that you you uh, talk about all the time. A guy who can do football and basketball and wh- whatever you need him to do, Ian Eagle can do that. Many other guys can. Some guys can't. Some guys are just one sport or just one kind of uh, specialty. But you know, these commentators, yeah, on Verks, you know, you're, you're, you're Jimmy Smith. I don't know. Any, I don't know a ton about Jimmy Smith. And his his background, but a lot of good play-by-play guys can just do you know most play-by-play. But wrestling is such a different animal. It's such a different animal because you're not calling what's in front of you. You know, it'd be way easy just to go out there and kind of call what you're seeing and and call people by their names and do all sorts. But you can't do that. Everything's got to be done a certain way. You have to say WWE. You have to call Braun Strowman the monster among men. You have to, you know, there's this inflection point. You have to, you can't say he, because God damn it, you know, Vince is going to scream about pronouns. And who are you talking about, pal? Like that sort of stuff. So it's all, it's so much more different than it is for doing, you know, sports play by play. Where largely, if you're good at the job, you know, most sports networks are going to say, okay, well, you know. You know what you're doing out there, so, so go ahead. Yeah, here's a few things. Here's your reads. Here's this sort of stuff. But uh, just call football. It's football. You know, you know, just learn the guys' names, learn the teams, know some of the plays, and you're good to go. Like, it, you know, and that's not that hard of a learning curve. And once you do that a few times, you, you got it. It's just not the case with wrestling. It's just such a hard sport for, for anybody uh, to learn. And, and, and the best people, at their current style, their current style of commentary, which is absolute utter shit, by the way, for, for the record. Absolutely garbage is the people that come up in developmental your Tom Phillips types who are who I thought and I guess that'll kind of transition us into Tom Phillips as far as like that style and the commentary style that they want of just kind of a, a guy with a rod up his ass who says everything perfectly and calls him the monster among men and and, and, and talks about championship opportunities and never says here she and always says the wrestler style, like Tom Phillips is like the one of the best at that style. You know what I mean? Like of, of, of being able to nail that stupid style that they want their 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 announcers to do. And, you know, now he's out a, a, as well. But uh, yeah, it's 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 just a, it's a tough game, man. I don't know how anybody does this thing for too long. It's just it's hard. I, I,
0: I had just started watching 205 live again. And it was notable to me how Phillips and Nigel McGuinness felt like the best crew that they have.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're good
0: at least in that style. Uh, but I think Phillips was in trouble for other things, wasn't he? Didn't he get demoted for something? So,
1: or? well, initially, okay. <laughs> so, initially, he got sent away from Raw for Adnan to come in because they wanted Adnan to take over Raw, so Tom Phillips got kind of kicked down the, uh, the, the line there. There's also a rumor that there was some issues during for COVID protocols uh, particularly during WrestleMania weekend that maybe that got him launched a little bit farther. But I don't know. He's he's a guy that like I I, I don't know. I don't know exactly. But he kind of seems like a guy very similar to Jim Ross for many, many years as well, where they just really go out of their way to like make sure that he's like in bad spots or gets moved out or gets like they just always wanted him in not a spot that he was in and move him around and bounce him and then always kind of went back to him and got back to him uh, after a while. So I don't know. But I, I, there was that issue, you know, the, the rumor that there were some COVID protocol issues, uh, a few other issues potentially a, a, as well. But yeah, he's got it seemed like they had kind of. They waver on all the time. They they want him in here, and then they push him back, and they put him down, all that sort of stuff. So I don't know. I don't know exactly where he was in, in, in company standing at this time. So
0: He felt like the heir apparent at times.
1: He did, yes. Yeah, he absolutely did.
0: So he definitely fell out of favor at some point. And, I mean, you know, because 205 Live, that's basically a death sentence. You're just...
1: Yeah you next to well next to Vic Joseph on NXT UK it's about the lowest you can go other than you know <laughs> getting kicked off to the UK so I,
0: I think 205 Live is the lowest job I mean I mean yeah, I guess you could argue NXT UK but I mean 205 Live is just a nothing nothing show I mean so I mean I don't know um, it, it, oddly he's a guy where it's like you know even though he's a system guy I could see someone else giving him a shot if he wants to stay in wrestling. But he's totally a system guy, right? Like, he didn't come from anything else. No,
1: he... Yeah, he got... I think he got signed by them almost, like, right out of college. Right out of college, Like, yeah, like, 2011, 2012. I mean, he was early, early NXT. You know, I went back and watched a lot of the early takeovers, and it's all Tom Phillips. He's, like, the original guy until you get your Rich Brennan years and, and those sort of things. And then, yeah, he was... I think by the main roster, by, I don't know, 14 or 15, he was already main roster doing SmackDown, doing you know, stuff like that. And then, yeah, was was the lead guy in Raw, the lead guy at WrestleMania, the lead guy, you know. So, yeah, he by, you know, 15, 16 was already made man and pretty much one of the top guys, one of the top commentators in that company already by that point. So
0: He'd have to unlearn everything they taught him because it would sound so weird to do that style of commentary for, you know, fucking NWA or something or AEW. It would sound really bizarre using that kind of verbiage and and just that cadence and the way that they talk. It's 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 all, you know, um I, you know be, being a system guy and and knowing only that way. I, I think he would might even struggle to yeah. adapt yeah. to to just being a normal human being or a normal broadcaster that just talks like a normal person.
1: And he's got like a real, I think he went to, I I forget, he went to some broadcast journalism school and all that sort of stuff.
0: I'm sure he went to fucking Syracuse. Like the rest, of you life. know,
1: actually, I think, hold on one sec, one sec. I had, I had right. it up. I think he, I don't think he's Syracuse, but he's pretty uh Penn state. He's a Penn state guy. Oh, so. Penn state. All right. Yeah, there you go. He's, right. he's a Penn state guy. So like he knows how to do it. But then again, that was 10 years ago at this point after, you know, being completely indoctrinated in this company and doing that style so perfectly and, and, and getting screamed at, like you said, it might be a weird adjustment if he, if he ended up doing it, but uh yeah, I could, I could definitely, uh, I could definitely, I'd give him a call if I was, you know, an MLW or, you know, any of these kind of lower, uh, companies i'd see what his interest level is in, in, in doing because i think he i mean he's got a good voice he, he he clearly can take direction pretty well and i don't know yeah i think he'd maybe be at least somewhat worth a shot but but who knows who knows if he cares about wrestling anymore he
0: has discussed good looking guy looks yeah, good on yeah, camera. yeah yeah uh you know uh the T.L.B. approved sexting. Technique. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I mean, I was I always liked his NXT stuff. I think I talked about that when I did the old uh, the takeover show on on Patreon. Is uh, I thought he was really really good in NXT for for many many years, uh, and I think he's again he is the style of commentary is absolutely fucking unlistenable, horrendous. It's so bad on so many levels. But when there's a guy who does it okay, when does that style okay? It's it's almost somewhat tolerable, and I'd say he is probably. The most tolerable of 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 the robots, like Vic Joseph, I think is terrible. I cannot stand Vic Joseph at all. Um, yeah, Michael Cole, I'm, I'm yeah, Jesus Christ. I'm very much over uh, Michael Cole, and I'm trying to think who else are like the the system play by play guys.
0: Well, a lot of them are gone. I mean, they come and go, you know, and and they cycle through them. But um, yeah, I mean, the, the raw commentary teams, it's just a constant. So what's the statistic? Isn't there yeah, so wild? yeah. So,
1: so Jack Beckman wrote a website for, or, or, or wrote an article for the Voices of today, talking about. And this is before Top Phillips got released, so now we can uh, we can add another uh, name to here. But uh, yeah, he wrote about the the revolving door of WWE commentary teams, especially uh, Raw as well. And there's some shocking numbers that I didn't even realize uh, until he he noted it here. So he says, "quote Since the beginning of 2018, WWE's Monday Night Raw has had 19 different commentary combinations since the beginning." Of 2018. 19 different commentary combinations. Uh, Raw averages a new commentary variation. Every 62 days. With a new talent making their commentary debut. Every 77 days. So now over the same period. Over the period of 2015. Through January 2018. So kind of a comparable time period. uh, Raw had 7 different commentary combinations. With 7 unique commentators. So that's a rate of 1 new uh, on air talent. Every 156 days. So they pretty much cut that in half. And went from yo nine different or seven different commentary uh, combinations from 2015 to all the way to 2018 to 19 since the beginning of
2: 2018. It's That's ridiculous. That's
1: yeah. insane. Like, and then somebody brought up like Dio Madden. I even forgot about the Dio Madden run. I was like, all right, Dio Madden. Like, yeah, that wasn't that long ago. That was like six months ago. That
0: well, it might have been longer than that, but because um, they had Brock Lesnar destroy him, and then everyone thought, okay, well, he's going to come back and. They're going to push him because he's going to be in a program of block with uh with Brock Lesnar <laughs> right. block block Lesnar. That's the Lego version, uh, with Brock Lesnar. But that that never happened. Yeah. Okay.
1: Sorry. The Dio Man thing ended uh, November fourth, twenty nineteen. So sorry, it was a little bit longer
0: than that. Yeah, and then he was part of Retribution. You know, he's uh, what is he? Is he fucking Rusty Trombone? Who is he? <laughs> he
1: is um, uh, he's Mace, I believe.
0: <laughs> Cincinnati bow tie. Yeah. Uh, what, you know, like, Whatever one he, he is, Mace.
1: Um, yeah. Not Harlem yeah, World's but, Mace. We've already done that bit, but.
0: T-Bag? He's not T-Bag? He's not T-Bag.
1: No, that's a uh, Dijakovic.
0: And that's not T-Bone, because T-Bone is... W- <laughs> T-Bone
1: w- is different, yeah. like
0: N- T-UK. Absolutely. Yeah, T-Bone. T-Bone. Uh, like is, he T-bone. Still, is
1: he still there, T-Bone?
0: I don't know. I See, I don't know if he was ever under contract. He was one of those guys where it was... You weren't sure if he was on a contract or not. Then he had a speaking out accusation, but That's, it wasn't. Yeah,
1: like... I was going to say, I thought he got caught in that, but his, his was a loose one, right? It wasn't a, a.
0: His was one that people, it didn't really get traction for whatever reason. I don't know. And then I don't know if he wrestled further. Why don't I just look this up? See if T-Bone's still so let's, around.
1: See what, Yeah, T-Bone's doing.
0: Um, Tyson T-Bone. T-Bone. Um, Let's see.
1: I forgot if I liked T-Bone. I don't think I did.
0: There's T-Bone from Worcestershire, UK. That's where the sauce is from, the steak sauce, right? <laughs> Worcestershire. Yeah. Um, you, an
1: entire nation is just screaming.
0: No, he's on the show every week.
1: Oh, all right. There you go.
0: Well, he was up until last month. I mean, nice he's, uh, oh, yeah, he's teaming with Primate. How could I forget? Primate and T-Bone. Um, yes,
1: how could we forget?
0: <laughs> no, yeah, I should know that. Yeah, that's a, they, they're a fun tag team. Um, lost to Ilya Dragunov lost to amir jordan then they teamed them up at primate they wanted they beat danny jones and josh morel and then uh they just lost a six man on april 29th to uh uh gallus hey now uh <laughs> they defeated eddie dennis primate and t-bone
1: <laughs> nothing, who nothing. Are now are <laughs> eternal they're, they're gallus are, is eternal man i love it it's incredible
0: eddie dennis primate and t-bone are a faction now rich they're called symbiosis
1: Ooh, okay
0: symbiosis so the t-bone is most definitely under contract employed and his speaking out uh i guess went nowhere or we're erroneously accusing a man of a speaking out who didn't really get one because it feels like a million years ago and who the hell knows but uh t-bone is still with uh, nxt uk that's the bottom line here so there you go there you
1: go yeah, yeah. but uh yeah I- i'm looking at some of these raw commentary teams and it's it's yeah we had the the Re- Michael Cole, Jerry Lawler, Renee Young crew for a little while uh, we had Vic Joseph, Jerry Lawler, Dio Madden then just Vic Joseph and Jerry Lawler then Vic Joseph, Jerry Lawler and Samoa Joe then Tom Phillips, Jerry Lawler and Byron Saxton and then we had Dolph Ziggler for a little while then we had MVP for a little while then we had Nan Verk. and now yeah we'll, we'll start next week with Jimmy Smith Corey Graves and Byron Saxton on, uh, on Raw's War so yeah Insane Austin Aries. Remember the Austin Aries raw commentary run? Because I don't. I do. I kind of am, too. It's a great... The thing about it, it works. It's a good song. You know what I mean? It's a good wrestling theme.
0: I'm tapping my foot. <laughs> I'm standing up now. I'm grooving a little.
1: I just don't know why those guys have this song.
0: It just doesn't make any sense, though. And the problem is they suck so bad. They're like so it's so
1: bad, just, yeah. You attribute this song to just, like fucking horrendous wrestling coming up. So
0: You hear this song and there's a two-star special coming, you know? <laughs> and unfortunately if it's Joe Copy, it's going to be 40 minutes long. So that's the problem. That's enough for the thing. Yeah, there you go. Um,
1: yeah. I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta get back to watching NXT UK. There's some stuff going on.
0: Oh, you're into symbiosis, huh? I
1: think so, yeah. I'm, I've always been a big Eddie Dennis guy. I saw Tyler Bate reappeared in the world, so he's, he's winning can titles. I,
0: can I tell you a dirty little secret? Yeah, what do you got? It's the best brand.
1: The best. The best Uh, brand. Okay. It's better.
0: If you're just just looking for wrestling. (laughs) Yeah. Here's the thing 205 Live, I've been catching up on it. Good wrestling, but the problem is it's like it's impossible to care about any of it. NXT UK at least will give you some storylines and some stuff to sink your teeth into. And then also you get pretty decent wrestling. It's probably the best brand.
1: Yeah. I I think I'm going to get back into it.
0: I'm not telling you it's going to knock your socks off, but it's, you know. You get a little Tyler Bate winning the... Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, that got me interested again. I'm a uh, big Tyler Bate guy. so that, What, do you win
0: the Beans and Toast Cup or whatever? Uh, I think something.
1: something like that, yeah, some fucking trophy or some shit. So <laughs> that's,
0: and then Walter wrestles like twice a year. Yeah, right, um, <laughs> whenever
1: he decides he wants to, yeah. that's.
0: But it's always incredible when he does. I mean, you know, and you got uh, whatever Ben Carter's name is now on the show, and Noam Dar has that interview. Well, you know, it's WWE, so they call them shows. He has a show, Rich. It's always entertaining. He's a very clever guy. Um,
1: yeah, some people in the chat are bringing up some get A kid, pretty deadly. I kind of like pretty deadly as well. Yeah, fun little, well. Fun little team, so.
0: You're on an island there, but okay.
1: No, I mean, but like, yeah. in, in a weird way. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that they're actually good, but they're like a fun, yeah. dorky, like, a, a good old classic, like, wrestling team. You know, they, they look the part.
0: Getting the old speaking out push because it's like, all right, those guys <laughs> nobody
1: adopters. left, so, and then everybody
0: got fired. And right, it's are like, you guys ah, sex
1: pests? No, all right, good enough.
0: Nah, let's push, <laughs> let's push, uh, pretty deadly, you know. So that's what happened there. Um, this is where, see, if if I knew we were going to do NXT UK, I'd make up a name and see if anyone noticed that it was a made up person, but now I just gave away the bit, so I right, can't right, do it, Right, right. That'd be and, and I would definitely give him the first name, Gareth. It would be like
1: <laughs> Gareth Sweeney or something. Like that.
0: It would be Gareth Little Penny or something, you know. And uh, yeah, you we'll tell see- me that
1: he's Eddie Denny's like Eddie Dennis's manager or whatever, and I would be like, oh, all right, cool. <laughs> You're like, hey, this is guy, yeah. like Gareth. What would you call him again?
0: I should have said, yeah. Uh, symbiosis is Eddie Dennis, primate T-bone, and Gareth Littlepenny. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And you would have just went with it. You I know, know, like, man? oh, you okay, know? cool, yeah. How's, oh, I've Gareth, never heard oh, of that yeah. guy. Gareth, but, yeah. Gareth Littlepenny. Okay, yeah. what's he from Fight Club Pro? Okay, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, sure, Gareth Littlepenny. You know, why? How, you wouldn't have known the difference. Admit it. You would Oh no, hell no! Oh god guy. no! God no! Yeah, I could have ran that for weeks. I could have been like, oh, Rich, you got to check out Gareth. It Kind of sounds like a,
1: it's a good name for like a kind of a shit-eating manager. You know what I mean? Like a little pesky guy that comes in and. You know, yeah, comes in, holds the, you know, hold, you know, trips a guy, comes in, gives Eddie Dennis the brass knucks or something like that. Yeah, I, I kind of, I don't, I don't hate it.
0: Yeah, and because everyone in the UK is named either Gareth or Liam. That's how it is in my head. Like Gareth or Liam, so it'd be like Gareth Little Penny or uh, you know Liam something or other. And and you you would know you would be God none though. the
1: wiser, none the wiser.
0: In fact, I would just call him Liam, none the wiser. And you would think that that was uh, like a real person, you know, like Rich Gareth Littlepenny and Liam Nunn the Wiser had an absolute banger on NXT UK this week. You, you would totally buy that.
1: I would. It sound good. Yeah, you could describe, you could describe yeah. a whole match to me. I think I could find a yeah. And you, the best part is you would say yeah yeah. He was like a, a Fight Club pro guy or uh, uh, whatever. the what culture? Yeah. You know, he was in what culture pro wrestling a few times. I think you know I had a few shots there. <laughs> like oh, okay, Just yeah, yeah. Because yeah. right. there was like a thousand co- the, in the peak of the you know the real UK you know, boom, there was like 27 different companies that would all yeah. run shows. And I was like, who the fuck are these guys? What yeah. the
0: hell? I, I tell you, he wrestled in the cave against Spike Trevette. <laughs> <believe laughs> right, it. the cave company, yeah. What was the cave yeah. company called? I don't fucking know, but you'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. You'd pretend you saw the match, <laughs> right, like, right? Oh yeah, it was a good match, good match. Good oh, Spike Trevet. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was tremendous. Yeah, in the cave, yeah. You know, just to just to get the. I like that cave company. Walk, that cave you know? company
1: was cool. I don't know if they. Well, they probably they probably weren't cool. I, I should retract that. I don't know yeah, if the cave company was cool. <laughs> <laughs> they may have been terrible. Uh, the aesthetics of the cave company, I, I enjoyed. I don't know. You
0: can't co-sign anyone
1: because <laughs> <laughs> no, they were okay. all sex pests. Yeah, you
0: got it. Yeah, you, because you're not sure. You know, you got it. You know, so it's like I was tugging the collar before when I was like, uh, "Should I be talking about so? But it's like because you never really know. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, I don't I don't know what the hell we were. oh we were talking about Adnan Verka thing yeah I yeah know. All commentary teams
1: Tom Phillips yeah they're, they're 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 rotating so Jimmy Smith will be the next guy that uh, gets screams at by Vince and and realizes uh, it's not going to work. So do you, do you think that this is probably a Nikon thing, right? To try to get these real sports guys in.
0: No, we know it is. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So mm-hmm. when is he going to learn that <laughs> this is not going to work?
0: I mean, Verk, I believe he was Verk's agent at one point. He was. So yeah, that yeah was I, a, I did mention that. That's a brother-brother deal, you know? So it's like there's that factor too. But I see what he's trying to do. I mean, put legitimate voices in the, uh, in the booths and everything. But it's just not going to work. Not, until, not unless he can convince Vince that the style of production needs to go. And you're not ever winning that fight.
1: No, and especially not this week. And I and, and we didn't have this plan to, to talk, but uh, the big cuts that happened in WWE this week they, they consolidated a bunch of divisions and all that sort of stuff. Wrestlingomics Radio will probably break it down this week, uh, much much better than we will. So uh, make sure you check that out. At Wrestlingomics Radio uh, on the Voice Wrestling uh, uh, Podcast Network. But uh, they did a lot of consolidating, a lot of com- you know entire divisions, uh, EVPs, and all this stuff, kind of consolidated and cut and, and whatever, and and out of the the rubble. Is Kevin Dunn, who now is in charge of even more divisions than he was before, uh, the the you know new media or digital media division? I forget exactly what the name of it was. Got rolled into the normal production side, and like it, it, at the end of the day, Kevin Dunn still won out. Now he has even more duties than he did before. So yeah, if, if Nikon thinks that he is going to get in there and say, "Hey, this production style sucks," like it's just not going. I mean, th- today is not the day to fight that fight, and I don't think he's going to win that fight right away because uh, Kevin Dunn just has too much power in there. Uh, and Vince is very, so beholden to Kevin Dunn that yeah, I don't think that that's changing right away. So um, I guess he's going to try with these guys for a little while. But uh, yeah, I, 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 he can he could bur- bust into the office and say we got to change these things. But I, I, I just it's not right now. It's not going to happen.
0: How fresh would the show sound if they just talked like humans? I,
1: dude, yeah.
0: It's you know, I mean, you know, but anyway, that's a conversation definitely for another day.
1: So that's uh, Edna Verck and Tom Phillips. So good, good chance to uh, relive the uh, the facefuck Phillips uh, sexting saga. So there we go with that. All right, let's. Uh, we'll get into the other parts of the show here. We're going to talk about uh, NWA. Their pay per view is coming up, not this week, but next week. And it's been a very weird build to say the least to this NWA. When our shadows fall. Uh, Pay We have the latest on Will Ospreay as well. What we've heard, what we know. Uh, Will has been pretty active on Twitter as well. So uh, things are a little different than they were last week, I think. But at least we can talk about what we know and, and what we've heard about. Uh, Dragon Gate's King of Gate is coming up. Uh, they're kind of wrapping up on June 3rd. We're, we've caught up. We're going to talk about that uh, as well. And we also are going to preview AEW's Double or Nothing. But we do want to let you know. And we have heard a lot of questions. Hey, are you guys doing this? Are you doing this? Are you doing this? We are doing an instant reaction live. Immediately following Double or Nothing on Sunday. So to do that, Patreon.com/slash Voices of Wrestling or Voices of Wrestling.com/slash Patreon. Ten dollar tier gets you that instant reaction. So immediately following the show, five to ten minutes after the show, I that that's usually when we go live. We are going to go live and give our instant reactions to AEW Double or Nothing. Review every single match. Give our ratings. Do all that sort of stuff. And that will be the only opportunity you can have to listen to the entire Double or Nothing. Uh, a review we might talk about on the next flagship like a little bit we'll probably kind of maybe generalize it or whatever but if you want to hear us go match by match ratings reactions all that sort of stuff that is going to happen sunday night on instant reaction live and well awp reviews have been very very fruitful for uh uh, for the instant reaction live because we have had a lot to talk about. We've had the, the bad explosions. We've had we did it after blood and guts, so we had the bad finish there. Uh, we've had a lot to talk about with AEW pay per views and AEW major shows or uh, over the last few months. So this will be another interesting as well. But uh, yeah, AEW double or nothing, instant reaction live. Immediately following the show on Sunday, Patreon.com slash Voices of Wrestling. So,
0: I got some breaking news. Oh, go ahead from Impact Wrestling. This is interesting. I want to know what you think about this. So Josh Alexander will defend the X Division title against TJP in the first ever 60-minute Ironman match in Impact history next week. But that's not really the news. Here's, here's the bit. Uh, the majority of the match will take place on before the Impact, with the match concluding... After the start of Impact proper, okay. so
1: hold, hold on, I'm confused.
0: Okay, so you know before Impact airs, they have before the Impact. It's like a pregame show. <laughs> yes, of course bring. I know about that. Yes. So
1: <laughs> you don't have to explain before, before the, the Impact with me, Joe. They... I, I'm well aware of before the Impact. Yeah, but go ahead. But but explain. Wow. But once again, explain it for the listeners that might not know about. Uh, before the, the impact,
0: the show called "Before <laughs> the Impact" uh, okay. is a pregame ah, show of course. for Impact. Yeah, yeah. Hence the name.
1: <laughs> Before the impact, got it. Okay.
0: Right. Uh, so the match is going to start on Before the Impact at seven o'clock Eastern, six Central. It's going to end
2: on Impact. It's going to run across both shows.
0: Do you understand now? Got it. Yeah what do you think of that
1: i mean i don't hate it um it's gonna take a lot of education to let people know when it's on though you, you know what i mean like it's gonna take a lot of okay it's it's live now it's that's you know that that's the only thing that i'm a little hesitant about is that it's a little bit easier to say hey on impact you know there's gonna be an iron man match or there's gonna be a 60 minute match or whatever I, are they using the iron man terminology Because that makes your skin crawl always when 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 non WWE companies use WWE linear or uh, uh, you know kind of verbiage for
0: stuff. Yeah, they're calling it a sixty minute Iron Man Uh, match. Now I don't is that a WWE? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no one
0: else ever used that Iron Man match. Okay, what is that style of match called before WWE? Because that match has been done before WWE.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they Um, did it. Well, did they have like a you get X amount of pins and X amount of time?
0: So that's a good point. Did WWE invent that they match? They may have.
1: I think they may have, yeah.
0: Because now I'm thinking about it, and I know that... Um,
1: yeah, of course, you had 60-minute matches, but yeah, you never had a, okay, here's the timer. You now have the opportunity to get X amount of pinfalls in that timer, and then whoever has the most wins. I think that's a creation of them. I I, I, I do.
0: Okay. For whatever reason, it doesn't bother me as much as saying Fatal 4-Way. Okay, that's fair. Or, or Triple Threat. I hate when companies say that. <laughs> the
1: Triple Threat, yeah.
0: It's it it, it, it uh, just it drives me off the wall, but anyway, um, it'll be Josh Alexander and GJP. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com says that a lot of people in the company are putting this match over huge to me in the last week, so it sounds like it's a good match too. So uh, interesting. I guess they don't want to burn a whole hour of Impact.
1: Yeah, because that's tough. Like You can do that if they are, like, you know, SmackDown did it famously with Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle and stuff, but I, I forget if they're actually good ratings draws when they do that, or, you know, Kenny and Pac did it uh, with the 30-minute style. Because there were, were 30 minutes, right? Those guys, they didn't go the whole hour, right? Who? Uh, Kenny Omega and Pac. That was just 30.
0: Yeah, what did they call it?
1: Oh, that's a good... I don't know. What did they call it? They
0: call an Iron Man match. Hmm. I, 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 I'm not positive that's a WWE thing, but at the same time, I can't think of an example before WWE did it. So I don't, I don't know the answer.
2: Um,
1: I'm trying to find out if they called it exactly. Yeah, I I don't know what they called it exactly, but uh, all right. So I I don't hate it. I I, I get why they're doing it, but I I, I like it. It's just going to be, it's going to be interesting. You're going to have to try to educate people on it, but it's actually, it's not the worst thing in the world either. Because what might happen with a lot of people is they don't know that it's going to be on before the impact or whatever. So they tune into impact and then they're going to see the conclusion of it, which presumably will be pretty cool and be pretty awesome. And then it's up to them to say, hey, if you missed the first part of this match, like go to X and watch the rest of it or something like that. So that's that's not the worst strategy. The people that really know about it and are going to watch it will tune in before the impact and see it through. uh, Know that beyond the impact is a thing that actually exists, which I definitely knew uh, before today. Uh, So. I guess this is actually a good idea to educate me uh, as well that this thing even exists. So that's kind of cool. But um, yeah, I don't know. That, that's, I, I don't hate it. I, I don't hate it. It, it. It's kind of a cool strategy. And, and I'm interested to see how successful it is. Uh, the matchup, it mean, uh, sounds awesome. It's fucking Alexander and TJP. That sounds great.
2: AW called it an Iron Man match. Okay. So um, that's the breaking news. What do we got next? All
1: right, let's go to... Uh,
2: that, well, let's stay oh, with yeah, a a,
1: a double or nothing. Yeah, as I said, patreon.com slash Voice of Wrestling, instant reaction live immediately after uh, after the show. So let's uh, let, big picture thoughts about double or nothing as we kind of get uh, before we go match by match here uh, and preview it and give our predictions, all that sort of stuff. Uh, well, What's your you know excitement level about double or nothing? Because I to me like the the card I think looks really really good, and I've liked a lot of the recent TV. But for some reason this. I don't know if it's that it's Memorial Day weekend. There's a lot of other stuff going on. The weather's finally starting to turn nice for me. Like, I, I'm just, I don't know if I'm in the frame of mind. I, COVID's kind of, you know, most of my friends are vaccinated and stuff. My family's all vaccinated. It's just, I, for whatever reason, I'm not not—I'm not as anticipating of, of, of this pay-per-view as I have been for some of their other ones. But, but where, what's your read on it?
0: Um, it looks like a good show on paper. Uh, I think very clearly the... Stadium Stampede is the drawing match on the show that's going to determine how well the show does or does not do. But I do think that there's other strong matches on it. I think Bucks versus Moxley and Kingston is a strong match with mm-hmm. a strong build. I think that uh, Omega, Cassidy and Pac, to me, feels like somewhere between the third or fourth hottest match or best built match in the show because Cody Rhodes and a Gogo has a lot of steam, I think. And um you also have a versus Britt Baker, so it's a deep show, but it doesn't have that one match, right? It doesn't have that one match that I have circled where I'm like, this is going to be a great match of the year, contender-level match. But in terms of a show, I think it'll be successful because it has a lot of matches that have been well-built, and I think the Stadium Stampede is going to be a big draw. So uh, from that perspective, and then the three-way for the world title— I think you can get away with doing a three way in a lesser world title match when you have such a stacked show otherwise. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's kind of the idea there.
1: No, for sure. On paper, like in my initial, you know, as I was kind of getting ready for the show, thinking, ah, double or nothing's already this weekend. Like, I think it'll be fine, but yeah. And then I'm reading the card. I'm like, "Ah, this card's fucking rules. Like, it's a really good card on paper with a lot of really good matches and matches that I'm I'm really much anticipating." I think it's more of a me thing that I'm not as excited, just because for the first time in a year and a half or whatever, it's like people want to do stuff and they can do stuff and I can go do things. And the weather's it's it's one of those things where I kind of feel for the first time in, in in a very long time that you know sitting down to watching a pay per view, a wrestling show on a, on a Saturday or Sunday for the first time in a long time feels like a burden as opposed to a oh my god, I finally have something to do, yay. It's going to be great to kind of sit down and and watch this thing. So it's probably more of an environmental factor on my end than it really is on on, on AEW because I do think this card is really good, though. And and when it comes, I'm I'm, I'm obviously on Sunday going to be excited about it and and going to enjoy it. It's just for the first time in a while. Yeah, it's it's these shows have been like, oh, my God, thankfully, there's something to watch this weekend. Thankfully, there's something to do this weekend. And this is the first one that feels like, ah, you know, man, I I have other stuff I could do instead of watching this. But obviously, you know,
0: you know, they could use a great pay-per-view. You know, the pay-per-views have been spotty. And I I generally enjoy the TV. I pretty much enjoy the TV every week. There hasn't been an episode of TV in a long time that I thought was a bad episode of TV. And in fact, I think most of them are really good. But the pay-per-views have definitely been spotty. So um, they could use a really good pay-per-view that has mostly good stuff from top to bottom. And I think that they can... Paste them a little bit better. I think the pay per views are a little too long sometimes. Um, so we'll see. Yes, what can I do for you, boy? What do you got? A Spider-Man. You got a new Spider Man? Ooh. Wow, he's silver and blue. I don't even know anything about this oh, kind of Spider Man. I don't
1: know anything about that. Yeah.
0: I'm sure there's some comic nerds in the chat room that would know why Spider Man yeah. is uh, silver and blue. But yeah, that's cool. Wow. Where, where did you get that? From the store. From the store. What do you got? Money? How you get money? Who got it for you? Who got
3: me money?
0: When you went to Shooter. Oh, they took you to the store. Okay, he has a cousin named Shooter. If that's not the most okay. Texas thing you've ever heard in your life, <laughs> is that his real so. name? Yeah, the kid's name is oh, really Shooter. I God. swear to God.
1: It's not it's. it's uh, don't
0: worry, it gets mocked in this house relentlessly. Um, <laughs> that's
1: a tough... So
3: they bought that you, poor so kid.
1: Shoot. I mean, that kid's got to be an adult and be named Shooter. Oh, like, so each
3: pick out something. got squishies. Okay. So
0: Shooter's mommy bought you that? No, my mom. Oh,
3: okay.
0: Wow, very nice. So you're playing with that now?
3: He wants to get
0: Well, it's 8.30. It's way past your bedtime.
3: He told me he to say goodnight.
2: All right. Well, come here. All right. Good night. I'll see you tomorrow. Hi, Amelia. Why are you whispering? You're too shy. He's
0: not shy. What did you get at the store? You want to say hi? Hi. Are you going to bed now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me a hug.
2: Hi. Oh,
0: oh you want to say hi to the listeners? Okay. Go ahead. Say hi again. Hi. Okay. You're not going to hear him say nothing back, but. You know, I'm sure they all appreciate that.
3: This girl's very smart. My mom drove the fast drop. Yeah, yeah. We went the same way. We went to Avery's house. Yeah, they know. Yeah,
0: she's smart. Yeah, Yeah, she does a nice job. She's on her. She's on her first summer. You know, she goes to school in August. This is your first summer vacation. This is the final countdown. Uh After this summer, that's it. Now you're going to be in school for 13 years. You realize that, right? every time. So
2: excited, so excited, so excited. Yeah, oh, that'll change. Yeah, <laughs> that'll change yeah. Quick. Yeah, 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 I don't know. Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. Excited <laughs> for now. We'll see. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wait till that first Thursday when she's like, how many days in a row do I have to do this? I gotta wake up? Yeah. Alright, well. Alright, guys. Alright, hit the bricks. Come on. That's enough of this. I got stuff to talk about. All right. <laughs> All right.
1: Shooter. Oh my shooter. God. Yeah, the oh. need a shooter. It's awful, god it? like I, I I get like a nickname. You can't yeah. saddle your kid with the name of shooter.
0: Yeah. His so,
1: whole life his name is Shooter now. You know what it I mean? Is so Texas. <laughs> <That's> real bad. <laughs> that's...
0: Yeah. It's it's a bad name. It really is. Shooter.
1: Some fucking teachers gonna have to go shooter. <laughs> you know I
0: mean? like... Yeah. Yeah, they're God. gonna think it's normal out here though, you know? Yeah, it's like, that's true. If the poor kid, like if that kid's father gets transferred to like New York or something. Yeah, he's right, come, right, right. Yeah. Like, like he's got, he, he has to be called Shooter, like in New Jersey or something like that. Forget it, it you know? But out here, you know. Uh, but yeah, no, I rip that name relentlessly every time like it comes up. They're gonna come over. Uh, and my, she has to tell me, like, you can't make fun of Shooter. They're gonna get. <laughs> I'm like, how can I not? That's like, it's your it on is a. He,
1: well, what's this kid like? I hate to make fun of a, a child, but he's kind of like, does 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 the name fit?
0: Well, he's like a toddler, so it's hard to tell. Oh, okay, like, he's okay, he's okay. their age. He's still like he's yeah. dopey, you know. Is like, he? Like, he's
1: dopey, but all kids are dopey. So it's that's what like, Yeah, that's.
0: Yeah. What I mean, they're like he's still like four years. He's like three yeah, right, or four. Right, 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 right. It's hard to tell, you know, if he, you know. If he's a putz or not, but it's like so what's with the blue and silver Spider-Man? Is that a thing? Uh, I don't know. I was trying to look it silver. up. I
1: think it's from the Spider-Man animated series at one point he wore blue and and silver, but um All
0: right. Well, you know.
1: I'm not the guy to ask, unfortunately, right. about that. So
0: I was hoping it'd be yellow and purple like man Yeah, Arachnoman.
1: yeah that that we could talk about. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm not a cool dork
1: talk. Joe, I don't know about Spider-Man, but I can tell you about Brad Armstrong's run as arachnid. Yeah. Yes. After he was, because, uh, because he cause he, was, he did a bunch there during the, that was during the weird we don't know what to do with Brad Armstrong era.
0: That was like his whole career. <laughs> <So> there was <laughs>
1: right, right. He was,
0: he was uh, Fantasia, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> right, right. The Freebird member. Yeah. He was uh, Candyman, Brad Armstrong. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, later on on Nitro, he was like a hippie. Yeah. Buzzkill. Buzzkill. <laughs> buzzkill. Yeah. Um, he was so BA. A lot going on there. He was
1: BA. I think when he was in the uh, No Limit Soldiers brief No yeah. Limit Soldiers run for for. B. A. Yeah. Red Armstrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I just prefer Lightning Express teaming with Tim. Yeah, Porter. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, that's you know, that's I don't need all the. Well, Arachnoman was cool. I listen. I can't lie. Was it? <laughs> uh, no, I like I like Arachnaman. Shout out Aaron Quinn. Uh, Arachnaman was fantastic. You know, I, I liked, it. but the other stuff. Bad you know, Street
1: wasn't he just Bad Street at Bad one point? Street, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, the masked member of the Freebirds. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of cool, actually. I c- I'm talking myself into all these brand. Yeah, the Erenman
1: the- right. was was okay. I it had to end can't- because they called, right? Like Marvel had to be like, "Hey, you guys can't just have a Spider-Man character on your show, Pro-
0: like, you probably." And like, um, you're
1: you're owned by like a media company. Like, we're we're gonna yeah. find out. Like, we
0: you know. Yeah, you can yeah.
1: do a Spider-Man gimmick on the indies and and probably get away with it for a while, but you can't. Uh, Turner can't like have on TBS every single you know <laughs> Saturday a Spider-Man character called a uh, Man. Well, so.
0: Rich, it's totally different. It's a Man, and the outfit is, purple, is yellow and yellow. And yeah, purple
1: and yellow.
2: Yeah,
0: he's purple. Yes, instead of blue and, and and red. So I don't know what you're trying to imply here, but it's completely different. Um, yeah, but uh. Candyman was awful. That one stunk. That one pretty
1: bad, yeah. but Buzzkill was not much better either. No, that was honest, terrible too. So. Yeah. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from Arena Club, off again that's arena club.com slash v-o-w net arena club.com slash v-o-w net for 10% off your first purchase on arena club and we thank them for sponsoring the voice of wrestling podcast network all right anyway let's get to this double or nothing show we'll break down it, uh, match by match here uh, announced this week, and it's actually kind of relate to a topic that we're going to talk a little bit later about as well, the buy-in, Joe, and I will definitely be watching this buy-in. You always ask me, dude, do I watch the pre-show? I will make it a mission to watch this pre-show because the buy-in, uh, NWA Women's Championship match, Serena D versus Riho. That's a hell of a match just put on the buy-in there. I like it.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, Deeb is fantastic. Um, She was so great against Red Velvet and coming off the injury. I mean, she was just tremendous. And I'm not the biggest Reho fan, but I I think that these two uh, could have. On paper, it looks like
1: an awesome matchup. Yeah, it seems like the styles are going to be perfect for the two. Yeah, I I hope they go out there and just absolutely kill it.
0: See, that's where I worry a little. I don't know if the styles are a good mix, but I always say that about Reho because I just see her as like. I don't know, eighty pounds, and I just—you know—my issues with, yeah, Riho, yeah, for sure. I—I sure. I think that you know, you know, but there have been matches where Riho has kind of won me over, but I think Deep is elite. I mean, I think she's, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, one of the best women's wrestlers going. So, and I, I like the aggressiveness against Red Velvet on TV last week. So, uh, yeah, that's a really good uh, pre-show match.
1: Yeah, so definitely be checking that one out, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll put a pin in that. So we mentioned the NW Women's Championship match. Put a pin in that. Uh, We'll discuss it uh, a little bit when we talk about the NWA pay-per-view coming up. Uh, yeah. the following week but uh, then you have AEW uh, World Tag Team titles as you said the Young Bucks versus Moxley and Kingston which I think has been a tremendous build there's been some dorky stuff you know Moxley and Kingston stealing the shoes and all that sort of stuff but it's a Young Bucks match it's probably going to be the actual opener of the show and these guys are going to go out there for 15 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever and fucking kill it I mean it's going to be a great match I and mean, there's just no doubt in my mind that it's going to be great and I think it's a really cool I, I like the Moxley Kingston team I like the the way to get Moxley kind of out of the main event mix right now give in the tag team title mix the young bucks are the young bucks they're incredible eddie kingston's been very good in aew so far so i'm very much looking forward to this match and i think uh, i i think on paper one of my more anticipated matches of the entire show
0: yeah i just think it's too soon for the bucks to lose the titles the timing doesn't feel right yeah no 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 i
1: i don't think they lose the titles here
0: so i think kingston has to lose here because you're not going to beat moxley um but yeah i think the build has been good When Max Caster called Eddie Kingston, when he said Eddie Kingston looked like a box of Newports, I fucking (laughs) lost it i mean i've never heard it was
1: great yeah.
0: i've never heard a, a, a comparison that made no sense yet made all the sense in yeah, the world yeah yeah because yeah.
1: everybody everybody got real big on the line about the you know you know your wife's calling me for oral sessions or whatever yeah, which yeah. was a good line but i'm with you then i was just like that's a good and then he did the box you know the box of newports and i was yeah. like oh my
0: god <laughs> you look like a box of newports i i couldn't but it's just so funny
1: <laughs> yeah for some like, reason it just works yeah.
0: <laughs> it just works it makes no sense and it makes sense um but no, that should be great. And uh, I heard Moxley on some media interview saying that, you know, he's I got invited to a super kick party, but I'm just gonna punch people in the face. You
1: know?
2: So <laughs> I
0: that's love it.
1: yeah, I love
0: it. Yeah, it's just yeah. So the dynamic is good, and uh, it sounds like Moxley and Kingston are going to be a team, really moving forward. Because he's, you know, uh, I really think and this is a listen unsolicited idea for TK or whoever else. They should bring in this a uh, slice boogie as the pin eater for these, he would fit their aesthetic perfectly. Uh, He would go with Moxley and Kingston. He'd fit them like a T and then he could get pinned in all these matches instead of Kingston. It'd be perfect. Uh, You know, slice boogie. One of the few bright spots of end of this season of the NWA. Uh, But that's a guy that, you know, I would have my eyes on and and he would, he would fit. I have no idea if he has any personal connection to these two guys, but uh, everyone's in a fucking Faction or a unit already, so give them the third guy that could do that could take all the losses.
1: Yeah, and I think the good thing about uh, uh, Moxie and Kingston is is and, and especially Moxie, we saw it in, with with Aminu in uh, New Japan is like he, he they seem very fatherly like they can just kind of take you under their wing a little bit like they're like the least they're not the people that you want your kid to get you know with like you would hate I think I wrote in a New Japan uh, uh, ebook a few years ago about like you know shooter Aminu like you know his mom is just, you know he's coming home a little bit later every single day he starts wearing a leather jacket you know you find you find a box of cigarettes in his you know his jeans pockets and you wonder oh, what happened to my kid he used to be so good and then you know one day Moxley pulls up to the house and honks and you know Aminu runs out and you know the Mom just cries in her chicken on her husband's yeah. shoulders. Yeah. What happened to our kid? Like like, but that's what I mean. Like the least father figure ever, but you could totally buy that like just little by little they indoctrinate another guy into their group. Like you don't have to have a personal connection. You just needed them to th- you just need a guy to think that Moxie and Kingston are cool and the Moxie and Kingston to slowly but surely turn him into a dirt bag and then it it, it just kind of works. So
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, next match here that I think I'm looking forward to, but I don't know. I, I need you to sell me on this one here a little bit. Sting and Darby Allen versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. I'm interested to see what Sting does. I'm interested because Darby Allen is great. Uh, that's about it as far as this match. Scorpio and Ethan do nothing for me. Uh, Darby's probably going to take some hellacious bumps, but I think all of the intrigue in this match is, is, is what happens with Sting. What does he do? How do they kind of hide him in the ring? or do they hide him in the ring? or what, what happens? Because it's the first time he's going to be in the ring since that Seth Rollins match, right? all the way all those many years ago that he was uh, in the ring and, and, and took that, uh, that that buckle bomb that really did some damage. So.
0: I don't think you have to hide him. I think he's looked good enough physically to get through a tag match like this because Darby Allen is going to sell for 11 minutes and get his ass kicked, and all Sting is going to have to do is come in for a hot tag and clean house and maybe take a bump or two. I mean, I would put the flat back bump over under for Sting at 1.5. That would be my the over under I would set for that, and I would play the under, honestly. Uh, you know, I think he's going to come in, clean house on a hot tag, and I think he's shown that physically he can do that. And then you do whatever finish you're going to do. So I'm not really worried about it because Darby Allen is going to do all the heavy lifting in the
1: right, match. Right, right, right. I think, honestly, the, the structure that I have in my mind is exactly like you said. Darby starts the match out, gets his ass kicked for 10 minutes, hot tag to Sting. Sting can go in there and do the back elbow, the boom, 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 clothesline, stinger splash, stinger splash. So, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, you could see it in your mind exactly. He, he might not even need to even take a bump, honestly. It yeah, could be, I would take
2: under. Yeah, it, under. It, it could
1: honestly be Darby does that entire thing. He tags Sting in. Like I said, boom, 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 comes in, Lariat, 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 back elbow, stinger splash, stinger splash, puts Scorpio in the, you know, the, the, the death lock or whatever, and he taps, and that's it. You you know, like you could totally buy that being the finish, or, you know, he gets cut off or something like that, and, and, and if they want to have Scorpio and, and Ethan win, but it seems to me like the, the, the easy choice there is just have Sting, you know, get the pinfall, or, or, or he sets up for Darby, you know, he does the stinger splash, tags Darby back in, Darby does, you know, his, his thing off the top rope with the skateboard or whatever, and then they get the pin that way. Seems like a, a reasonable thing, too. Well-
0: so. Sting put Scorpio Sky in the Scorpion Deathlock on TV, and and Sky did the visual tap or whatever. Mm-hmm. So things don't tend to be throwaway in this company. So I feel like Sting is gonna they're gonna repeat that, and Sting may have him in that hold, and but then I could see like Ethan Page maybe decking him from behind or something, setting up, um, you know, and then Sky pins him or something. But no matter what you do in terms of a finish, I don't think Sting is going to have to do enough to the point where I'm worried whether he can handle it or not. Because we've seen him go on big offensive flurries during brawls and things like that, and he's looked actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really not concerned. um, Because I really think that the match structure we laid out, no matter what they do in terms of a finish, is something that he could easily handle. And, And that works best for Darby Allin anyway, selling for 10, 11, 12 minutes to set up a hot tag. I mean, that's exactly what you want to do in a tag match with him anyway. So uh, from that perspective, because of this mix of people and the way this – I really don't have any concerns about Sting.
1: Uh, do you have any concerns about this match, Stadium Stampede, Pinnacle versus Inner Circle? They have they have said, I think that it, people have been out there saying, oh, there's a lot of live aspects to this. It's not as much taped. Uh, we're going to be in front of fans, so obviously we can't just have it all be taped. Uh, it's going to be more serious. Where where do you stand on Stadium Stampede? Because you uh, very famously thought the, the the prior year's one was pretty terrible. Um, I thought it was a little bit better than you did, but I, I could take it or leave it. Uh, where, where do you stand on this one? Are you, are you excited about this one or are you, you know? kind of cautiously pessimistic about it.
0: As long as nobody rides in on a fucking horse.
1: (laughs) I had more, I had more issue with the Matt Hardy portion of that than the horse. But yeah, you are, you are still seething a year later about the horse.
0: There are still times I think about hangman page coming in (laughs) on that horse. And I'm just like, this is not fucking pro wrestling. Um, no, this is not going to be that they have emphasized in every promo that this is going to be a serious match to, which will then match the intensity of the 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 feud so that i'm not worried about Um uh, tony khan on you know he did he always does the what was it called unrestricted
1: yeah i, I think that yeah the and,
0: yeah um he always does one right before the pay-per-views and i haven't listened to all of it yet but he was saying that you know and of course he's a promoter but he's saying there's gonna you know be some They're going to do some special things in this match It's going to be completely different than the last And I believe them when they because they really are Hammering that home They have really wanted to make clear That this is not going to be shenanigans and comedy this time around And it cannot be for this feud It can't be That'd be a total misstep and a misfire Um, So I'll give it a chance If it's just going to be a brawl around the fucking Jaguar Stadium I'll probably like that You know At least on paper So You know, we'll see. I've enjoyed. Look, I think the promos have been out of this world in this feud. Whether it's MJF, I thought the thing in the restaurant last week, which could have went sideways, was awesome. Um, You know, they've even positioned Sean Spears as like this guy who's unstable, and um, you know, everyone's kind of getting more character depth out of this now. And Jericho's promos have been just home runs every week. So, I mean, you know, I, I. I have I have high hopes for this. I think this could be pretty good.
1: Yeah, I, I'm definitely a little bit more uh, anticipating this one. And and like you said, they've been really hitting you over the head with, hey, this is going to be more serious. There's going to be live aspects of it. It's you know we can't do what we did last year. Like they've they've emphasized it too much internally. Like you said, like with Tony Khan going on that podcast, MJF talking about it, Jericho's talked about it. Like
0: even in the kayfabe though, like
1: right, they have said like, oh no, no more fun and games. Like this is going to yes. be a brutal war yeah. between two. So. If it's that, I'm in. Like, I'm all in if it's just these guys beating the fuck out of each other backstage. or Like, I think there's a way that you can do a lot of what they did with the prior stadium stampede, but not, you know, avoid the horse or a man, you know, being possessed or, or getting electrocuted. or Like, there's, there's so many other things that you can do with it uh a, a, as well so because i think the match structure itself is, is is good and can be utilized it's just a matter of doing it right and and, and I'm, i i am a little hopeful for this one as well and I, i'm glad you picked up on the same thing i did it seems like the company itself is very much trying to tell you hey last year was last year this is this year and we have higher you know there's there's a different plan for this year's stadium stampede which is is good to know yeah uh so we have an AWTNT tnt championship match now <laughs> Miro or as of this recording, he still has to defend the title against Dante Martin. So it could be either Joe, it could be either Miro or Dante Martin versus Lance Archer. So
0: Miro or Airwolf. <laughs> yeah, and, <right>. and <laughs> right. so, Is he Airwolf or the other guy? Uh I don't,
1: uh, know. I don't um, know. I don't remember now actually which one uh, yeah. Airwolf was, but um <laughs> yeah, so it's it's still you know, Gabe Sapolsky's style here, where you know you can't. Uh, uh, no, Darius Martin is Airwolf. Sorry, Darius Martin is Airwolf. So the other
0: one. What was Dante Martin? What was his gimmick? I don't know, he Dante was, Martin.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What was he?
0: He had a was he Something. I think he was. Yeah. Didn't. Well, didn't he have a mask too?
1: Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't remember actually.
0: Dante Martin. He he wasn't Dante Martin teaming with Airwolf. He was. Uh, he was something. That he was. Um, you're gonna make me look this up. No, I honestly
1: don't know. I don't remember who Dante Martin
0: was. So. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find the uh... Anhel Dorado.
2: Oh, okay. Right? No. Anhel. Yes, Anhel oh, Dorado. Oh, there yeah. you go. Okay. Dante Martin. Yeah. So. Um...
0: Yeah, Airwolf and Anhel Dorado. Yeah, okay. That there you go. Top play. Um Yeah, I mean, obviously Miro is gonna squash him, and we're gonna get Miro yes. and Lance yeah, Archer, yeah, correct, yeah. but because um, the other guy's still hurt, Airwolf is still hurt. But, uh, look, Miro obviously just won the title. I don't think it's impossible that Archer wins. I think he's going to be in line for a bit of a push as a baby face here. I'm not picking him to win the match, but I don't think it's a lock like a lot of people might think. So I could see Archer winning and then doing a program with Miro, or maybe they trade it back and forth or whatnot. Um. But that's not my official pick. I do think Miro will come out of this with the
1: time yeah I, I do too, and I, I think, like you're saying, I don't think it's impossible that Archer does it, but if I was betting i would I would definitely go on miro uh to to, to win here just because yeah, I think it's fresh. I think they're doing a really good job with him, everything that I've seen from him all the the all the reviews and all the or all the interviews I should say and all the all the tweets and all that sort of stuff. Miro's where we wanted him to be from the beginning too, and 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 said he should be, and and you know people can kind of retcon this and tell us, oh, this was always the plan, they were always going to get here, and it's like, yeah, but you, why'd you waste seven months doing this? You know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, if, if it was if this was clearly where it was going to go, and this is clearly the best story for him, and yada yada yada, well, what? Why do we waste seven months then of him being a dork? Like, you know, hey, hey,
0: well, listen, I don't think we ever disagreed that they were eventually. No, we
1: said they were going to eventually him get him, but we said just fucking do it, just have him come out, fucking take Kip Sabian's head off, and let's get going, let's get to work here? Like, why are we wasting time?
0: Our whole point was, okay, eventually, though, for the switch, that doesn't mean that what's happening now has to be awful.
1: Right, right. You know, (laughs) we don't have to like this because, oh, it's Miro having fun. Like, we knew that this was going to be what it was. Like, we all knew that we were going to get to this point uh, eventually. So, yeah, why did we waste seven months getting to this point? And I don't think (laughs) That build really helped, you know, I don't think that because we saw that now Miro is more than I mean, he could have come in here after two weeks and, and done this exact same character that he's doing now. It would have been fine and everybody would have enjoyed it just the same. So,
0: hey, look, we were even told straight up, hey, look, eventually we're going to push the guy the way that you think is good. And, but I'm we're kind of just stalling it out right now. And I, have you know, there's a plan. You guys might not like it. But there is a plan, and, and no, we did not like it. In fact, that was correct uh, when, when, when they told us that. But, it, you know, it's it just – to me, there could have been a different way to stall out his big push other than what they did because I, I do think it was – it was all very, very bad. None of it was even remotely good. How much better – how much better off is he as just this guy who comes out in like Muay Thai shorts is no-nonsense – Says he's going to kick people's yeah, asses. Says I'm done. the best.
1: I'm great at everything and I'm the best.
0: I mean, how great is it? Just, you know, I mean, <laughs> right. why did we play around with that other bullshit? Yeah, we were yeah. arguing
1: about fucking Mickey Mouse shirts for three weeks when we could have just, you know, done but it was this. so
0: obvious that this was the better path, you <laughs> yeah, know? And yeah, it's like, yeah. and I, and I, you know, I understand it was just kind of like, all right, well, we were not ready to push him, so we kind of have to do something to stall it out. But our point all along was just it didn't have to be something that sucked. That's all.
1: So yeah, I I think he will win here, but uh, it'll be I think a little bit more of a competitive match uh, than than people think. So uh, another match here that I don't really have a good feel for, Joe. So I want you to try to help me uh, get into this match or, or whatever. Uh, Hangman Page versus Brian Cage. I'm I'm I don't know. I'm I'm in between on this match. I don't. It seems kind of like an in between period for both of these guys, particularly for Hangman Page. I don't know. Sell, sell me on Hangman Page versus Brian Cage, if you can.
0: Well, I, I don't like the match, but oh. I can
1: That's <laughs> not a great sell job then.
0: <laughs> well, Thursday TV review listeners know that I am so over Hangman Page to the point where I usually just skip his segments. I don't even talk about them because I cannot stand oh, the, the Dark Q-T, Order stuff. Dark is, Order shit. So it's
1: so bad. It's so uh, bad. It's so I, I, jumped the shark so long ago.
0: It stinks fucking johnny hungy can get lost i cannot take it it's just such like utter shit and i really don't look here's the thing obviously the brody lee thing i think totally threw off whatever story they had planned for hangman page long term i get it you can't control real life i understand that but now i think page it's like whatever the long-term plan was uh you know wasn't able to be completed, and now it's kind of like I don't think they know what to do with
1: it, right? So now it's backstage and, segments where he sips whiskey and the other guys go, oh, 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 amen, oh, and then that's, what that's we have now. pretty
0: much for, just <laughs> for the it's, last it's, two months. We've had that. <laughs> I find the dark order cringe. Um, look, I, I that doesn't necessarily mean I think that they should break the dark order up or get rid of them because I understand that that act may be over with other people. Uh, I have no use for it, but I the this match I think is easy though because. Cage beat Hangman to knock him out of the number one contender spot on Dynamite a few weeks ago, and really cost him a world title chance. So this Page will get his win back here, I think, and beat Cage, and then kind of get him back on track for whatever it is they're going to do with him, whether he's going to be Omega's next challenger on the next pay per view or whatever. So from that perspective, I think it's a pretty easy match to figure out. You know, I just think Paige is gonna is is gonna you know. Beat Cage and kind of get his revenge or whatever But I just have No interest in anything Hangman Page is doing Right now until he gets separated from the Dark Order Because I cannot stand the Dark Order Yeah
1: and I'm always in between on Brian Cage as well. Like, there's times where I really think there is something there. And there's times where I think, ah, you could do this with him or that with him. But but largely, he's a guy that kind of underwhelms me all the time. So, yeah, th- this is a very underwhelming match to me. So, you did not sell me, Joe, very well on Hangman Page versus Brian Cage. As in, I don't watch any of this one guy's segments and the other guy, uh, you know, he's just whatever, Brian Cage. So, I, I don't know. It, it, I guess. Hopefully, it's short, I suppose. Hopefully, it's not 25 little minutes. A <laughs>
0: little heat on Hangman Page. A little heat. A little bit. A yeah, yeah. little bit heat. A little bit
1: heat. Uh, casino Battle Royale So I'm going to list the names of the participants here Of this Casino Battle Royale We have a very dangerous to be announced, Joe So I'll let uh, wild speculation uh, occur at the end here But we have Christian Cage Matt Seidel Powerhouse Hobbs Penta L0 Jungle Boy Matt Hardy Mark Quen, Isaiah Cassidy The Blade Evil Uno Colt Cabana Preston Vance Griff Garrison Brian Pillman Jr. Max Caster Anthony Bowens QT Marshall Nick Comerado. Dustin Rhodes Lee Johnson And then to be Announced Yeah well uh Brian Danielson no, I'm just kidding <laughs> It's not I don't think it's Brian
0: Danielson so Yeah um <laughs>
1: Coming out for the Casino Battle Royal
0: You gotta buy that one right Yeah you gotta buy that song <laughs> Um <laughs> I mean you could have Flight of the Fucking what is it no Flight fuck of the Icarus, that
1: Final or, Cut no I, I'd uh, I, we, uh, the it's entire public inst- domain. It's cheaper. Uh, I know, but the entire instant reaction would be us yell. I, I, I don't know if what you would be doing. I'd be yelling at, 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 at Tony Khan and telling him just like he did with the Moxie song, where he somebody bought the wrong <laughs> version of wild thing which yeah. is incredible because moxie came out and was like what the fuck's that shit man?" They're like, that's wild thing he's like no 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 no." there's another wild thing pick that that's
0: not the one i want well, like, well the cover reason was they wanted to use the original version for the nagata match
1: Aha, uh-huh, okay
0: i feel like that's a cover reason yes
1: right? it's definitely a cover reason that moxie said hey give me that wild thing song whatever yeah you know you guys know the song right and they were like all right so somebody bought it he came out to it and said what the fuck is that wild thing shit what the hell is that and they're like, right wild thing and he's like no 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 no." there's another fucking no 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 it's Look not only the song yeah whatever whatever the fucking one Onida uses and then they looked it up and they said oh there's another wild thing okay so yeah do you Um, think he's ever seen Major League the movie Major League yes I do yeah I think so
2: too I think that's the movie he's seen yeah yeah Um,
0: Khan did say that he's making a bunch of signings and it's time to add to the roster so the mystery man will be the first person and then uh, he said on the podcast, they'll be announcing more signings after the pay-per-view. So, that's kind of exciting, right? It is. Yeah, yeah, brainer. yeah.
1: Hopefully they hopefully they deliver on it, because that unfortunately has been an issue uh, uh, some of the times. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I mean, it's just
0: the Christian thing, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think right now, given that... Ethan
0: Page was kind of a...
1: <laughs> Not kind <That> of. One. <laughs> you, don't have to prep it. you don't have to qualify that. It was...
0: See, the Christian thing, I didn't see. I know people were disappointed by people that one. People worked themselves
1: thought... into a shoe with that one. Yeah, they it's...
0: really did. But... Ethan Page one was kind of a, yeah, it's kind of a letdown. Um, You know, but uh, Big Show doing commentary for this. Paul White will be doing commentary for this match. Uh, There's some speculation he could be the TBA. Mm. Maybe get him in there, right? Um, The problem is then he has to win. And then you have to do Kenny Omega versus Paul White, (laughs) which isn't like the worst idea, honestly. I mean, that would draw a rating, I think. Don't you think that would do a number? Um, you're All white for the title?
1: Yeah, there's a weird optics thing about it as well, where I might. Hmm. Yes, it, so it, it, it would. But I also think that the optics of it would be weird and people would, would not be able to handle it very well.
0: well but okay. I don't know if they
1: should matter. Hold on now, hold I don't on know if they now. should care about that.
0: Hold on. Roman and Sasha Avatar is not handling it well or people that matter?
1: Um... A little bit a, a little bit of b. Definitely, the Roman and Sasha people would not handle it very well. Yeah, I, but I don't care about, about that. But I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't care your, about them.
0: Your core customers. I do think there name
1: would name be I? some. I do think there would be some. Oh my god, you're just using old WWE guys again. Oh, you know, like there's going to be your yeah, your Romans and Sashas. Whatever. They're they they are what they are. Don't care you're, about them. I do think there there would be some like ah, oh, that's kind of weird. You
0: know. You know my stance on this. Once they're your guys, they're your guys. And to me, it's all how you use them and present them. And to me, Paul White has been nothing but a color commentator the entire time he's there. We've seen him on Dynamite once, I think. I think if he was the guy and he won this match and they did Kenny Omega versus Paul White, I think that would be a match that would draw a rating. I think it'd be a good idea. Obviously, I think you have Kenny Omega beat him. Um, and I, I kind of see where you're coming from. I wouldn't care, though. I would kind of ignore that noise because here's why. Number one, I know that he's never going to be a full-time guy. Number two, I know Omega's going to beat him. And that's really all that matters. The problem with the WWE guys is if you bring them in and then push them all to the moon. We've talked about this a million times. Of course, yeah, yeah. They haven't. Listen, Sting has wrestled one match since he's been in the company. Paul White hasn't wrestled at all. Christian, they didn't come in and give him a title shot. He's working his way up from the bottom. That's his literal gimmick is that he has to work his way up from the bottom in order to get the title shot that he wants. That's his storyline right now. So it's not like they're just handing things to the old guys they're bringing in. They're just folding them into the roster. And, you know, they're naturally, you know, I think they've handled everybody pretty well. So we're fantasy booking here. The guy's not even official part of the match. I just wanted to throw that at you because I think it's an interesting scenario.
1: Yeah, I think the the thing that I have with the big show, especially if, or, or or Paul White or whatever, if he comes in and and it's it, like you said, it's all about the presentation. I don't know that I would love that he enters a battle royal and then probably does punches and stuff and eliminate. You know what I mean? Like I, to me, I'm uneasy about that. I'm uneasy about a guy like that who 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 I think. Yeah, he he is your guy, like you said, but I, I want to maybe get him. I don't know if that's the best way I would use him right away. But I, I'm with you that it would draw. It would be a good rating draw. But I, I just don't know if it'd be worth it, to be honest. So,
0: uh, so I'm more into the idea than Rich is. I don't, you know, it, it could just look, I don't think this is like the Ethan Page scenario where it's the, f- like, fifth guy in a brass ring thing. I think you kind of have to have someone with name value in this spot.
1: Oh, no, no, no. And I was going to say, that that's that's one thing that makes me at least a little bit curious of who this person is. Because you look at the other names in, in, in this casino battle royal and you think, okay, one of these men at the end of the day is going to get a title shot against Kenny Omega or whatever. Christian Cage, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, that's not totally implausible Christian Cage wins it. Matt Seidel, no. Hobbs, I don't think, is ready for that yet. Penta, I guess you can do that. Jungle Boy, not ready. Matt Hardy, God help us. Uh, Private party, that's not happening. Blade, that's not happening. Uno is not happening. There's nobody else. There's. Nobody can, else. I mean, yeah, I can keep running down names, but there's pretty much nobody else in the entire thing. Now
0: it's lower mid carders. Right, right, and now it's Dustin
1: Rowe. Now it's like these kind of weird one offer or one, which you could do, but you're not going to do that. You're not going to this
0: is my thing. It's either Christian Cage or the Mystery Guy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Honest. Yeah. So. I don't okay, know. they're not penta under normal, but they just kind of did penta and omega right. not too but long But Anthony
1: ago. Bowens is not winning this thing, And getting a title no. match against against Kenny Omega. So it's got to be somebody. It's got to be Christian Cage or somebody. I I I, I think so. It's I don't cage know. or
0: the mystery guy. Yeah. It's one or the other. Um, is there anyone they could get cute with who's like a rival of Cage who can?
1: <sighs> Randy Orton. No. no, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um,
0: I don't. I don't know. Um. Oh shit. Um.
2: No, that. You know what? Is it going to be Kazarian?
0: Because no, he says he wants to take apart the Bullet Club one by one uh, for costing Christopher Daniels his career. He's no. not in the match.
1: Wait. I'm going to take the air out of this balloon. It,
0: I think it could be. It could, <laughs> it be, could be. It could be. Yeah. And then he would win, obviously. And that is totally a TV title match, like for TV, Kazarian versus Omega. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's not a match you would ever do on (laughs) pay-per-view.
2: And it fits the story.
0: Hmm. Let's hope that's not.
2: Yeah.
1: Thanks a lot,
0: Joe. (laughs) I was thinking Samoa Joe would be nice. I'm just kidding. I mean, when is his thing up?
1: When is Samoa Joe's ninety days? Let's see. Was, it, was he was a ninety, 90 day guy? Yeah, I don't know if he was a thirty day or ninety day guy.
0: Yeah, so who knows? We can't even figure that out. But um,
1: let's see when he was
0: so, officially so me,
1: released. I, so, he was officially released on April fifteenth. So how many days? How many days ago was April fifteenth, twenty twenty one? Last month. Forty two days. Forty two days.
0: Yeah, not even close. Yeah. Um, unless his contract's up. So. When you're faced with Kazarian or Paul, I think Paul White sounds a lot better, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs)
1: guess now that you've mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. Paul White balling up that fist and punching some people out of a battle royal doesn't sound so bad. Yeah. Yeah. If the alternative is fucking Frankie Kazarian. So, Uh, all right. So there's Casino Battle Royal. Uh, All right. Cody Rhodes versus Anthony Agogo, Revolutionary War rematch, America versus the UK, Freedom versus. Fish and chips. <laughs> Woo! I'm so into this. <laughs> Just, I'm trying to think of other American things. I'm the least, like, not a very patriotic man. So I'm trying to think of other USA, defining USA. traits of America that I can definitely say. Like, what did Cody So Cody said, yo, I can't use the biracial thing because uh, I don't know. He's in there with the Anthony Kogo, So it's not like, you know, um, hmm. What else, what else did Cody say? What do you mean? I don't know. He was talking about freedom. I forget what else. He's yeah,
0: I don't about. know. I mean probably was awful, but
1: <laughs> USA versus America, baby. I like
0: the idea of of the proud American and the proud. Brit. Yeah. I, I it's bombastic pro wrestling. Yes, this people is people Oh
1: my god. People have lost the plot with this. Like, dude, this is this is wrestling one oh one. Wrestling one oh one is this asshole is from a country that's not my country. Fuck him.
0: And that's you know Yeah. He's he's the son of the American Dream Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> right. Did you think he was gonna He's come the out? son
1: of the son of a plumber? I mean come on.
0: Okay, he's the son of the American Dream Dusty Rhodes. The guy is cutting promos left and right on America and burying America. Did you think Cody was gonna come out and say, hey, you know what? He's got some points.
1: America does this, fucking stink. <laughs> this
0: country this country stinks. And uh, while we're at it, all landlords should be beheaded. Did you think that's what Cody was going to do so he could appeal to the 200 fucking Maoists wrestling fans on Twitter? (laughs) Did you think that's what he was going to do? I mean, stop being like feckless nerds. It's bombastic, over-the-top pro wrestling, and it's great. And he wants the
1: copyright, and he wants the copyright, too.
0: And he wants the copyright. And listen, I hope they both bring flags i hope cody comes in with a giant american flag i hope a gogo comes in with a giant union jack
1: I hope you they- think cody's hair is going to be I, I i my visions are that his hair is like half blue and half red or some shit like
0: that and i hope they wave the giant flags at each other i hope cody comes down to the star spangled banner I, I just oh go a gogo
1: coming way. out to oh my god a gogo coming out to the british anthem would be incredible yes. oh my god will god save the queen hell yeah
0: This is great. This is what pro wrestling is all about. And these nerds are all wrapped up in (laughs) nonsense. like, come on, get over it. No one cares. No one cares except for 200 people on Twitter. Can we stop, please? How many people voted for Trump in this fucking election? You don't know what this country – it's like let alone the people who just aren't political at all and aren't out here. You think everyone hates America. That's not the case. I mean, people are so off base with this one. I'm not saying I like the storyline or this is the direction I would have gone, but it doesn't bother me. This is pro wrestling. It's over the top, bombastic pro wrestling. And let me tell you something. If they do this match in in the UK, it'll blow the fucking roof off of any building they do it in. And a go-go will be the face. And you'll have that awesome heart foundation 1997 dynamic of a go-go being the baby face in his country and the heel in America. And that's exactly what they're going for here. I, I totally believe this is by design. So just—it's cartoonish to me. It's a fucking cartoon. I, you can't sit there and take this seriously. Like Cody's out there, you know, uh, you know, cutting some promo on, cutting a fucking serious promo on CNN. He's out. He's a pro wrestler doing a cartoon promo. I and mean, for God's sake, people, can we get back into reality with this? Jeez. And I hope they do a flag match at some point.
1: <laughs> I was going to say a classic, like, flag match. Call up Del Wilk. Oh, uh, uh, oh, can you call up Del Wilk's? I forget. Is Del Wilk's dead?
0: Del Wilk's is not dead.
1: Okay. Does he still own but the he Patriot gimmick? He, he sold no, it, right? Listen-
0: Del Wilkes is a hardcore right wing Trumper. You can't. Oh, use
1: that's right. I forgot he is. Okay. Don't call Del Wilkes. Yeah. Don't call yeah. Del Wilkes. Um, he's out
0: of his mind. You can't use Del Wilkes.
1: Okay. I didn't know he was that like, out of his mind. Okay. Shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Not. He's not like your. Yeah. He's, he's not. Yeah. Your, no, he knows. He knows Bill, what's going on. Fucking, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's a fucking nut. He knows the
1: score like, and guess, is well aware of the score and, and, and likes the score that he's got. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yes. Don't call yes. Del Wilkes.
0: But geez, that's what this is. Call it's Jim
1: Duggan. Cool. <laughs> Jim Duggan probably only tangentially likes Donald Trump. Right?
0: A wrestling silliness you know and it's like a go-go too he's like the, he's the opposite side of the same coin he's a union jack guy he's a fucking he was defending the monarchy
1: a couple days ago <laughs> right, right, so right.
0: He's, he's Cody just on the other side of the fucking yeah, water
1: he's an like, old school dude he does fucking liver punches and shit it's yeah this is like this is Cody just like you and you know being the dork that Cody is that he just sent this guy every like basic 80s and 70s like you know America versus X country match ever and said let's just keep it simple man you throw punches you come out with the Union Jack I come out with the American flag like yeah this is going to be a very very basic basic match and that's fine that's what it should be yeah I can't wait I, I don't people are really upset about this match oh, for some God. reason it's like yeah it's it's classic just dumb American pro wrestling and I love it yeah
0: yeah but um, you know the more important thing here is the continued push and development of a go-go who looks like he can really be a top tier star. But if he, if he just, if he's terrible in the ring, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot harder in this era where people, where there's an expectation of match quality for him to get there right now. They're being very protective of him, mm-hmm. which is smart. Um, he's, he's going in there. I thought the Austin Gunn thing on TV was tremendous. I mean, you know, the gut punches and guns spitting up the blood and gun, not wanting to give up, you know, until the referee had no choice but to end it. So uh, if a go-go is going to do these kinds of matches for now, it's going to come across different and it'll, it will work. But Cody really has a very important job on his hands because he's very This is a, such a key match for a go-go. And I know they view him as a potential top guy. A go-go has everything else. The guy is loaded with charisma. He looks like a million bucks He can cut a promo. He has great credibility being the Olympic medalist boxer. He has the great entrance. Okay. He has everything. Every box is ticked for that guy to be a huge star. But at some point, he at least has to be passable in the ring. He doesn't have to be Kenny Omega. He doesn't have to be Will Ospreay. But he has to be passable in the ring. Okay. You can do these gimmick matches for now. But at some point, he has to be able to have a seven-minute match. And that is where the jury is out, and that is what we don't know yet. But as far as everything else goes, this looks like a guy who could be an elite top-level drawing star at the top of your card down the line. Yeah, for sure. but, But the jury is out. I mean, I'm not guaranteeing that. I'm not saying I need to see more. He has everything but the bell to bell. We don't know. We do not know. Yeah, and and
1: and something that we've talked about a lot over the course of AEW's you know history, especially in the last year, is how interesting it is that this company that was built on the backs of 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 Omega and the Box and these kind of work rate guys and all that sort of stuff, is that a lot of the people that they're developing, a lot of the young talents that they have. Are guys that have everything but the in ring. You know what I mean? Like have the look, have the promo skills, have every you know, have the charisma, have the the it factor. But maybe we don't know what they can do bell to bell. And I think it's a it's an interesting thing, and it's an interesting development. And and he will be one that that I'm going to keep my eye eye on in particular because so far we've seen that he's very raw and that they don't have a whole lot of faith in him to or or maybe I, 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 faith not the right word, but at least so far they've kept it kind of simple with him and 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 just do basic stuff. And I think the question that you know eventually comes up is, you know, how long until he does have to have, you know, what you would call a traditionally good match. Like, does, does this match versus Cody need to be that or can it be, you know, him, you know, just kind of selling and then he hits one punch or whatever and, and it's over. Is no, that okay in you, your you, mind? Or? No,
0: no, you don't need to do a real match here. You can do what he's been doing. Okay. This, well, this but can,
1: when's, when's the point that you would want to see?
0: Let me tell you something. This is going to be arguably the hottest match on the show when it comes to the crowd. Okay, so you're going to have, it's, it's going to be helped by the Red Hot crowd. Okay, so you don't need they don't need to go out there for eight minutes. They don't need to go out there for 15 minutes. You can get away with doing a three or four minute deal here because it's going to be hot. And then, you know, whatever it is in terms of fit look, you can't beat a go-go yet. So he's either going to win the match or if he does lose the match, he has to come out looking good in the end. He has to get his heat back. Right. So the, the result almost doesn't matter. He just has to shine in the end. So I don't think it has to be long. This doesn't have to be where he proves himself as a worker. Because even the way they've built it, you expect this to just be quick fireworks.
1: Right, right, right. And they're, trying, they're so, selling the, the rib injury as well, that a coming in with a, a bruised rib or whatever. So, yeah, it, it'll, Cody's offense will be he kind of attacks the rib and then a you know, fights through it and, and, and knocks him out or something like that. And that's kind of your finish. In my mind, that's what I would do as the finish, so. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I like it. I, I, you know, to me, I'm fine with different wrestling. And I think that's one thing that AEW has done very, very well so far is give us like an Anthony, a go-go type. I mean, we, we don't, we haven't gotten that type of guy in a while. We haven't gotten a guy that feels like he's a, he's, he's got everything you don't quite know the bell to bell yet, but that's fine because they're going to you know, kind of hide the negatives and accentuate the positives. And they've done that with a bunch of guys. You know, Powerhouse Hobbs is another one that I think they've done a, a really good job with that on the women's side. Jade Cargill, another one that has all of the everything you want, but just we don't know what, what she can offer bell to bell. So that's fine. You kind of hide that for right now and little by little, you kind of develop it until you're ready to kind of unleash it in the, into the world. So, no, I, I'm with it and, and I'm very, very excited about this match. And, and, and hell, it's just how awesome is it that we're just pushing new young talent that we've never seen before? I mean, this guy's going to be in either the semi-main or, one, like you said, maybe the most anticipated in the top matches of the entire show, and we wouldn't have known this guy's name a year ago, six months ago. You know it's, what I mean? And that's uh, awesome.
0: It, it's unexposed talent most importantly and that's you know, what wrestling about the age and that's what wrestling it's, is
1: like that's every you go back and look at the history of successful pro wrestling companies and they're built and i'm not saying anthony gogo is bringing in the new boom period or whatever but like you look at all of the history of successful pro wrestling except for 1996 and 1997 wcw and pretty much every single period in pro wrestling that did well and was successful was built on the backs of new unexposed talent
0: yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, you got, you always have to make new stars. I mean, that's, that's the name of the game.
1: Someone, no, but don't tell it's, it to every other wrestling company. No, I understand. No, somewhere no, I somewhere along it. the line, everybody lost the fucking plot on that. And, and he, and, and he yeah. might
0: be a, he might be a massive bomb here. I mean, this is a pivotal match for this oh, guy. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. And for this company. And that's why it's, to me, it's, it may be, it may be the most interesting match in the show. And Cody has an enormous task on his hands. And he's really been the guy since the formation of this company put into position to get the new people over. You know, he got Darby over. You know, that 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 feud with Cody got Darby over to the point where he's a legitimate drawing star at this point. You know, he his match has got Ricky Starks and Eddie Kingston jobs. He's been put in positions to get other people over to varying degrees of success. Sean Spears didn't work out, right? To the level that you would that, that they wanted. But he's constantly in this position and he's in it again with a guy who is very obviously incredibly green. Now, by design, his matches have been the way they are because, number one, they want to get him over as the killer. Number two, they don't want him selling yet. But they're also clearly hiding something. Okay, that's, that's definitely a factor here too. Uh, so now we see. I still think there's going to be a lot of cloak and dagger with this. I don't think they're going to expose him. I don't think they're going to ask him to go out there and work 18 minutes. Who the fuck knows? Maybe we're wrong. And maybe this guy is hell on wheels and they were saving it for this moment. I don't expect that though. I expect it to be short. I expect it to be fireworks. And no matter what the result is, I expect Anthony Agogo to be standing tall at the end and Cody Rhodes uh, laid out probably with a fucking British flag draped over his lifeless body.
1: <laughs> right, right. For and, sure. and that's
0: how I would do it, you yeah, know? And,
1: yeah.
0: and, and that's how I would go about it. So uh, we'll see. But, you know, um, I'm very interested to see how it all comes across.
1: Yeah, and, and, and give me variation and, and unpredictability versus safe and stable and the same shit you've seen. You know what I mean? Like, that that's one thing that a lot of wrestling, you know, they don't take risks like this and just go with the guys that they, hey, you know, this guy's going to give us a good 15-minute match. Let's put him in the spot. Sheamus, you know what I mean? Let's we'll keep pushing Sheamus. Cause we know exactly what we're going to get from the guy. We know exactly what the match is going to be. But, yeah, sometimes I like some variations. Like you said, it could bomb. It could fucking rule. You know, and, and it feels like there's no in between. It's either going to bomb or just fucking rule. And, and I like that. That's fun. And I mean,
0: in all, and in all seriousness, the last place I want serious politics is pro wrestling. Believe me, I don't want politics at all, period, in my life at all. So the last place I want it is my pro wrestling. The thing about this, though, is it feels cartoonish to me. That's why I it's like it's like I said at the top, like it feels like just huge, bombastic, silly pro wrestling.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's like <laughs> I did Coco on Twitter. I forget what it was. And look,
0: I, I know th- that it, it very, I'll let you make your point. but yeah, yeah. It's like I feel like Yes, this is like the worst time ever to do like, uh, you know, a jignostic babyface or whatever. But it's like, it feels so cartoonish to me that this doesn't feel all that much different than like Corporal Kirschner and Nikolai Volkov having a flag match. It's right, like, right, right. It just it feels like pro wrestling silliness to me. And I think people just have to stop like taking it like it's some kind of serious referendum on fucking politics and just take it for what it is, which is just dumb pro. Yeah, wrestling. just
1: dumb, stupid pro wrestling. Yes, which is yes. A, it's a dumb, stupid hobby. And it does dumb, stupid things a lot, and it's awesome. So just, yeah, just enjoy it. But uh, yeah, Anthony GoGo, he's he's like he's like got quotes from like King Edward and stuff.
0: Yeah, it just it, to me, it's so silly. over the top.
1: Yeah. yeah, every it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's just you know just
0: yeah
1: uh, the le- the level of shit talking. Yeah, he's going to <laughs> King Edward. The... <laughs>
0: And and look, look look Cody's promo fucking stupid oh, yeah, I never it was so
1: stupid yeah I've never
0: defended the promo <laughs> it is a bad promo He is
1: just, But he, this like, this is for us. is dumb you know I love it yeah Cody talking about how oh you know I, I you know just just all the stuff about crazy. freedom and americana yeah. and then yeah Anthony Gogo on the other side quoting King Edward the 8th and it's just so ridiculous like.
0: Yeah I mean he 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 got a smattering of booze, and but he did reel him back in and then, uh, you know, it, it, but, the, but the, the angle itself is just, I don't know. It's, it's just silly pro wrestling. But, um, you know, we'll see. I'm, I'm looking, that's the match I'm most looking forward to because I'm most curious about
1: yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, AW Women's Championship, Hikaru to defend the title against uh, Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Uh very high-anticipated match here. Do, do you do the title switch? Oh, she just it's had the title. I mean, it's it. It time. feels like, especially just, they've been doing a lot of like, "Hey, Sheeta just passed three hundred and sixty-five days." De- hey, she was champion from this. Lo-. You know what I mean? Like, it felt like a little too much celebrating of how long she's been the champion. And and yeah, I feel like it's time.
0: And very heavy-handed that she's the ace on the on the media call today. Cody, he's like, no one can beat Sheeta right now. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah. But this feels like the perfect timing for Baker. I feel like if you don't do it now, you're missing. You the could opportunity.
1: Miss it. Yeah, you could miss it for sure.
0: This could be not putting it on Tyler black at the right time. in ROH, this could be, you know, name any title change that came too late where you missed the peak and the right, and the right timing for it. That's what this feels like. Uh, you know, Baker is peaking right now. She feels like a really hot uh, act and, You know, Sheeta, to be honest, look, she got them through a tough time. She hasn't been any kind of great champion or anything. She was a necessary champion, and she did a great job getting them through the pandemic and all of that. Uh, But she's not lighting anyone's world on fire or anything like that from a business perspective. It's time to put the title on Britt Baker. She's the number one person in the division. You put the title on her, and then you have a million different directions you can go, whether it's with Thunder Rosa or Serena Deeb or whoever else. It's time to make the, the, the change.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I think I I think you know she has done a a, a good job as as champion. I think it's been a, a decent reign. It's adds stability to the the division. The division feels way better than it did you know this time a year ago, and especially you know even this time you know six months ago or whatever. But yeah, it's definitely time for Brit. I, I think Brit has has definitely earned that. Uh, she's built herself back up, and I I think it's a great time to do a title switch right now. Uh, and kind of get to the next next step of, of the women's division. So, yeah, I, I, I'm i anticipating this match. I think it's going to be pretty damn good. Uh, I think Britt's one of the best characters on AEW right now, so so I'm excited about that. And, and yeah, I, I think it's going to be pretty fun, uh, and, and I think it's going to be in a pretty pr- uh, prominent spot on the show as well. So definitely, definitely looking forward uh, yeah. to that. And then you have uh, your AEW World Championship match. I, does this main event, or do you think, what do you think, Stadium Stampede main events, the women's Um, I don't know there's a lot I don't know if I made an event with this one I don't know even though it's a world title match I get it but I don't know I wonder if you maybe put somewhere else.
0: I don't know I don't know what goes on last do you make people sit through the stadium stampede pre-taped thing last
1: yeah that's what I think you got to do I think you have to have that one last just for
0: for see I think that's weird I think you have to send people home with something in front of them what did they do last year Oh, no one was there. Never. mind.
1: Yeah, it didn't, <laughs> it didn't matter. It was just us watching at home.
0: Um, no, I think you do the stadium stampede in the semi main event spot or maybe in the middle of the show. I, I, I think it's just a weird dynamic to end the show with something with people watching something on a screen.
1: Yeah, well, they, they've said that there's going to be a lot of live dynamics of it. So that that's where I wonder if if maybe the anticipation is that a lot of it happens in front of the crowd.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's possible, too. You're right. And if that's You're the right. case,
1: like I think that's a good match to end it with. It's kind of plundery. at back. But like you said, there is still the optics of some part of that match might be done backstage and people are just watching on a monitor, and that kind of sucks for your quote-unquote main event. So, so I'm I with think you can on
0: end, You could end the show with it if it starts in the football stadium and ends in the dailies place.
1: Yeah, right, right.
0: I mean, that you could do. Um, but I just think it would be a really weird dynamic to end with, like, the way it was last year where it was all just a taped match, that's weird.
1: That's sure, weird. yeah, yeah, I, I would definitely not do that. But uh, regardless... I mean, if, I were th-
0: if I were there, oh, I might leave. If I were there, I might leave.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, fuck it, I, I'll watch it later. <laughs> you not have to take a deal, I'm not going to sit here and watch a screen. Uh, beat the traffic, right? Yeah, Get absolutely, I'm, I'm going to beat leave, the traffic like, guy. Leave, for like for it's
0: sure. a st- leave like it's a Sammy Callahan main event on Bourbon Street. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know me. I, yeah, that's it.
1: Beat the traffic. I beat a lot of traffic during those days. That was good. That was fantastic. I was. Yeah. I remember. I, I would look. I would like follow the tweets, and I'd be like walking in the door as people were like, "Sammy won!" <laughs>
2: like, yeah.
1: You know, X challenged him in the ring. You know, so I, I one time I missed Penta actually beating Sammy win the title. So I, I'm yeah. still convinced AEW did that on purpose just to make me feel like an asshole for leaving. So but. yeah. Anyway, you have uh, Kenny Omega defending the title against Orange Cassidy and Pac. So. I hate triple threat matches. Um, not I'm particular- not into this at all. I'm not into I have. I was about to say I have zero interest in this match at all. Um, just give me Kenny versus Pac.
0: Yeah, but maybe again, I maybe just
1: give me Kenny versus Cassidy. I might even like Kenny versus Cassidy. I like like every triple threat match that I always talk about. I would just prefer it be. I mean, I've I've been there live when Orange Cassidy and Pac have had a fun match. I've been there. Li- you know, I've seen Kenny Omega and Pac have great matches together. I think Kenny Omega and Orange Cassidy themselves could probably have a pretty fun match together. I have absolutely zero interest in seeing a triple threat match between these guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I really feel like they did this because they knew they can get away with it on this show because there's other stuff on the show. Yeah, that's gonna oh, for have, sure. It's going to draw. Yeah. So they didn't in a way, it's like you're not burning off a big Kenny Omega singles match when you don't have to. I kind of think that's the mindset. Um, I don't like the idea of the three-way. That was always the plan all along, even though Orange Cassidy got his bell rung. uh, That match was going to be a 20-minute draw, and we were going to end up in the same place anyway. So it's not like they got backed into this corner and couldn't get out of it. This was the plan. And I just don't like it. It's just you know the whole three-way dynamic. Look, It'll probably be really good. I mean, I'll probably enjoy it through gritted teeth, but you know, it's it's just not a match that uh, you know. I'm looking at it, and I'm just I can't tell you. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, I mean, Kenny clearly is going to win. I mean, there's zero chance that Kenny loses this match. So it's kind of like you know what I mean. There, there's not yeah. Does
0: that, that factor too? You
1: yeah. Know? It's just there. There's no real interest level, and 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 Cassidy's shtick can can kind of wear on me a little bit. And, and and Pac is great, but yeah, I feel like. I don't know. It might be pretty good, but I I I don't know. I'm not too, not too interested in this. So there you go. That is uh, AEW or nothing. We will again be there live immediately following the show. Patreon.com/slash Wrestling. Our $10 tier. So I uh, will have the link up uh, pretty soon. Probably tomorrow. We'll have the link up so you can kind of save the link and uh, and have an idea when we're going or set a reminder. Uh, they they do a YouTube thing. You can set a reminder. You uh, get notified when we go live. But yeah, we will go live immediately following the show. Usually about five or ten minutes afterwards, uh, and give our thoughts on each and every match and react. Uh, to the pay per view uh, immediately after it on Sunday. So, and you could say everybody could stay up later too because, you know, Monday's Memorial Day. So, probably not doing anything. Maybe off work. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a day off. There you yeah, go. Can't wait. So, at least here in America, yeah.
1: Woo, free, woo, 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 woo. It's a day <laughs> where, off where we honor all of our soldiers that have died for all the wars we've been in. Yeah. I
0: don't know about you limeys over there, okay, <laughs> but in America,
1: where we won the Revolutionary on War, War. God damn it. <laughs> like,
0: That's right.
1: And I think the War of 1812, I forget if that ended. Yeah, we won that one. I don't yeah, know if it ever ended. One? I don't know if it ended. like Was it just kind of like, yeah, this is stupid. Let's stop doing this one.
0: Nah, we so. were undefeated until Vietnam.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was a, a no contest. Yeah. <laughs> nah, time to a that's kidding, well, uh, Broadway. You know? Yeah, it went Broadway. Well, yeah.
0: uh, that's a liberal interpretation. <laughs> I that's Rich has given the uh the house version. But I
1: would uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I tend to think it's, given... it's 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 that. I think Vietnam was a little more of like a a, a nineteen ninety WCW pay per view match, you know, or you know, it's yeah,
0: ten seconds
1: know. on the clock, ten seconds. <laughs> you know in,
0: in my book, uh, that's going in the yell column. I think that one was enough. Uh, I'm, Rich is a, is an easy marker. He's yeah. Going, you don't win the title. No,
1: it's one of those. We didn't win uh, the title. You know what I mean? It was like you know. Uh, I'm trying to think of who it would be. It'll be Flyin' Brian defending the title against, you know, Johnny B. Bad, and uh, he took him to the distance, but he didn't win the title because it went to went to the draw. So. Remember okay, that British?
0: Remember the uh, British squash match against the Falkland Islands where they beat them in like two days? Yeah, that
1: was good. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: America yeah. had a squash match too against, remember? There was <laughs> yeah, match against I do, Granada. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Every now and then you got to have a squash yeah, match. Yeah, just go to
1: an island, sharp. bomb it you know, a few times, and go. Yeah, we won. Yeah. All right, there we go. Yeah, America, let's do this. <laughs> like, yeah. You know?
0: you got to keep sharp. Yeah, get your you thing know?
1: back. Yeah, yeah. Get your get your swagger back. So yeah, yeah. The Falklands, yeah. I do remember that. That was a that was a big deal for like two days. So.
0: Got to keep your heat on TV. Yeah. So you got. And unfortunately,
1: the- Vincent McMahon thought uh, we'd have a little bit more trouble in Iraq, and the first time, and that ended up not uh, not quite working out very well for his plans. But uh, yeah, the Falklands. What 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 do we do? What happens with the Falk, uh, Falklands these days? Do we care? Yeah.
0: I I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> like we want
1: we get, like we that's, wanted. That's but... a UK
0: war. No, that's the UK squash the Falkland Islands. We squash Grenada.
1: That's right. We squash Grenada. Yeah. yeah. We
0: squash yeah. Grenada. You're mixing up Grenada and the Falkland Islands. The Falkland Islands UK was that was their squash match. That was a UK squash.
1: Oh, well, good for match. them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know anything about it because I mean, you know, who cares? That's England's history. But I, I, honestly, I don't know anything about the Granada conflict. Yeah, either.
1: I'm not sure either. So
0: I just know that those were, you know, those were war equivalents of squash matches. So I'm sure this will be pleasing audio. Really <laughs> I'm
1: sure people will love this and not yeah. react. To, uh,
0: yes, uh, their, the way they did the Cody. Yeah.
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. So that is AEW or Nothing again. Instant Reaction Live on uh, Sunday, immediately following the show. So one thing we talked about on the uh, the AEW or Nothing is the buy-in. NWA Women's Championship, Serena Deeb defending the title against Riho. Um, so we have an NWA Women's Championship match on Double or Nothing. NWA When Our Shadows Fall is coming up next weekend. Joe, yes. we have one match announced for NWA When Our Shadows Fall. It is the highly anticipated NWA World Heavyweight Championship match between Nick Aldis and, of course, Trevor Murdoch. Now,
0: I'm going to pull a Kanye on you and say, listen, I'm going to let you finish, Rich. But the Falkland War – here we go. The Falkland War was a 10-week undeclared war between Argentina and the United Kingdom in 1982 over two British-dependent territories in the South Atlantic, the Falkland Islands, South Georgia, and the South Sandwich Islands. Ooh. This is what they were fighting over. So uh, this was 10 weeks long from April 2nd, 1982 to June 14th, 1982. And uh, it resulted in a quick and tidy British victory over Argentina. <laughs>
2: quick so there roll
0: you go. Take that, Diego Maradona. Yeah, right,
3: right? Not so
1: good now. Yeah, you can kick some goals. You can score some points. You know what I mean? But, yeah, you can't. Uh... I didn't use the terminology yeah. correct at all because I don't know anything about soccer. But uh... Score some points. And I call it soccer, <laughs> goddammit, not football because I'm American. So
0: Yeah, so I I believe that uh, Sandwich Island and South Georgia Island are now back in the possession of the uh, –
1: good you, thank god
0: <laughs> yeah I, I could sleep at night now knowing that but I, I, that was uh or at least were in 1982 I, I need to know more about sandwich island in in argentina it's
1: probably not that cool but it might be cool i don't know yeah i wonder
0: sandwich island what do you got? south georgia and south sandwich island uh pretty
1: small they look pretty small i would have just tiny. let our, i would have just let somebody have these like i don't think i care about these
0: why are we fighting a war <laughs> over these You might just want to let somebody take easy. Yeah. Um, There are remote <laughs> South Georgia and South Sandwich Islands are British overseas territories. It is a remote and inhospitable but collection of islands. What are we doing here? Come on. Consisting of South Georgia Island and a chain of smaller islands known as the South Sandwich Islands. This sounds like it's fake. They're remote and inhospitable. <laughs> And they had a 10-week war over these, the, the, these islands? What is going on here? I thought America fought stupid wars.
1: <laughs> yeah, now we're finding that this...
0: I gotta tell you, I, you know, I was leaning towards a go-go. I gotta side with Cody here.
1: Yeah, you all know, right, the USA. South
0: <laughs> sandwich Islands? Right. What are we doing here? There's like, when you click it, it's just they show you a picture of penguins. Like you're Yeah, like, yeah, you know,
1: yeah. <laughs> There's just puffins. There's not even any, like...
0: No one even, li- population, 30. <laughs> Not 30,000 rich, 30. 30 people live on these things, and they're probably like scientists.
1: Yeah, oh, oh my God, I'm looking at these photos. A lot of penguins. You weren't kidding. A lot kidding.
0: of penguins. All right. Yeah. What is happening here? They have their own currency, though, the Falkland Island pound.
1: Oh, yeah, nice.
0: How much could that be worth? <laughs> I was going to say, right what are you
1: buying from here? What do you have? You're going to barter with one of these fucking penguins? and?
0: There's thirty people. Can't you That's just a rob the other twenty nine? Hell
1: yeah. This looks pretty like if cool. you
0: if you if you mug the other twenty nine people, you can own all of the currency in South Sandwich Island, right? Like all the Falkland feel, yeah, Island yeah, yeah. And just take that shit over. If they have thirty people, do they have a leader? It doesn't look like it. It looks like they are uh, governed directly by the UK.
1: Yeah, but they're so far away. You can do whatever you want. No one's gonna know. Yeah,
0: really. Who's gonna stop you? <laughs>
1: it's whatever, yeah.
0: I mean, I got to know more about this war. I'm going to have to read up on this. And yeah, why... get a, we'll
1: get a book or something. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back next week. And, and,
0: uh... Why was Argentina like, look, we have to have these back? I don't, I don't I'm don't. i very confused. You can't even live on this island, on these islands. I wonder if they learned about this in British school.
1: Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, yeah. We don't learn about, like, the Granada War, but... Um...
0: We do you don't even, yeah, I
1: don't, I don't do I didn't. I don't know. Maybe you did I don't
0: re- I don't remember. I didn't pay attention in school. <laughs> um
1: we didn't learn a lot of, about a lot of stuff in American history.
0: No. Definitely we, not. we glossed
1: over a few uh, things here and there. Ah, you know what, whatever. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> we things won the Revolutionary to... War and uh yeah. World War
1: Two we won that too. All
0: right. Like, right. The uh, uh... <laughs> Anyway, there's uh, the South Sandwich in South Georgia Islands. There we go.
1: So, see, that's all it took for for you to become patriotic, is to find out that the UK fought a dumbass war in the 80s. So, now you're... you're...
0: All right. We're being told in the chat room, There's the people that live in the Falklands didn't want to be invaded by... okay oh, Argentina invaded the islands. Here's what happened.
1: Ah, okay. They wanted the islands.
0: And I'm back on a go-go side. This sounds like a, a useful war, because these people were invaded by Argentina. So... A go go!
1: <laughs> I'll be honest. How many people invaded? Was this like three guys from Argentina came and like?
0: I mean, there's 30 people. <laughs> That's that what I
1: mean. There. They probably had like a ship and like five dudes, and like, ah, we own these islands now. And they're like, oh, well,
0: <laughs> yeah. What a bizarre war!
1: Yeah, really, really stupid.
0: All right, what were we talking about here?
1: Uh, a bizarre wrestling company, NWA, uh, which oh, apparently yeah. still exists yeah. here. Um, so, they, <laughs> I want you to describe. So, I, I do not keep up with NWA. I know you do. We, we have talked about that. We will cover this pay per view. We'll review this pay per view. We'll preview this next week uh, as much as we can. But uh, as far as we know, so this, as of this recording right now, we have Nick Aldous versus Travis Murdoch. So, we have exactly the same amount of NWA title matches on AEW <laughs> double or nothing as we do NWA when our shadows fall. The kicker, though, is even though NWA when our shadows fall is not till next week, Joe. They've had their go-home show, right?
0: Yes. Their show no this NBA week was powered. it.
1: <laughs> so yeah. so th- this was their last chance on their television show that they charged people for to promote this pay-per-view. And as of the end of that show this week, underway power this week, we have Nick Aldis versus Trevor Murdoch. And that's it. Correct. Okay, great. Awesome.
2: The <laughs> and, they're charging, and
1: they're charging for this thing. Yes. You're supposed to pay them money to watch this show, correct?
0: Above and beyond your subscription for power.
1: <laughs> so you pay for power, which are you getting a refund next week for not having a power or no? No. Is it going to be a super power or what's the other one called? A...
0: Uh, power Surge? Power
1: Surge. It's not going to be a Power Surge. No There's just nothing. They're just
0: not airing anything. I don't know. They'll probably air some kind of recap.
1: <laughs> not to get gimmick. you fired up. Yeah, get you fired up for uh,
0: <laughs> when it's fall. Yeah. Maybe they'll announce the rest of the card.
1: That, that wouldn't be a bad um, idea. Yeah, that's not a bad idea.
0: I, I, you know, it's like I saw some people defending, not naming
1: <laughs> matches, any,
0: any, any matches, a women's title match saying, well, Deeb, we don't know if Deeb is going to beat Riho. So, but they can still say Serena, Deeb or Riho faces X. They don't have to wait for the result of that match. You're giving NWA too much credit if you think that's why they <laughs> did it.
1: Right. I, I, I understand yeah. what people are saying, but then like, yeah, it, it, it's NWA yeah also where so, are all the other matches too like i okay if you want to give me the, the the i i will almost allow the idea that oh well they don't want to promote a match because okay that like you're right there that's giving them way more credit than they deserve but where are all the other matches why have you not promoted anything else
0: nothing yeah just one just a world title match yeah it's uh yeah and why did they time it to where the go home show was two weeks before the pay-per-view <laughs> why wasn't that next week Right? None of it makes sense So, I mean Next week, presumably, we'll have a full preview Of this, but I don't fucking know Thunder Rosa and Camille Had a time limit draw to determine The number one contender And they didn't tell us, like, oh, it's gonna be a Three-way, or... No, we didn't Tell us anything, so I presume It's gonna be a three-way against Serena Deeb Or... They couldn't Possibly send Riho to work that show, right? Or maybe they... I mean, so I, maybe it'll be a three-way with whoever the champion is, or maybe, Rich, they didn't say anything. I, I don't, <laughs> <We> don't know. <laughs> you're just, I don't know.
1: Our preview is just going to be us saying things right now. So yeah, I, it, it's very, very bizarre. I just wanted to touch on it briefly that, uh, yeah, we're a week out, their go-home show has aired, and we have one match. So
0: I don't even know any directions. Like, okay.
1: Right, like, you can't even assume that, okay, well, on this, definitely on this, you know, week's show, which is going to be a recap or whatever, they're going to announce this, this, and this, and they basically built it up. Like, you have no fucking clue at this point.
0: Well, they're going to do the Pope versus Tyrus for the TV title. made of it anywhere.
1: Made of it anywhere.
0: (laughs) So, fantastic. I think they're going to do that because Tyrus was one of the final four in the Battle Royal. They've been feuding anyway, and the Pope left the broadcast table to pull Tyrus out of the ring. Okay. So, to eliminate him. So, they're probably going to have a match for that. And Tyrus has been chasing the TV title. By the way, this 14-man Battle Royal, Rich, only one foot has to touch the floor, and you didn't have to go over the top rope.
1: That's Yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Battle Royal has been fine. Just do a normal Battle Royal.
0: So, Sal Renaro gets thrown over the top <laughs> first guy, and he's holding on, like, to skin the cat. <laughs>
1: hope oh, but then he gets it. <laughs> It's tossed?
0: No, one foot touched, and they oh. said, he's out! He's out! And the refs were like, you gotta let go, you're out. Like, so wait,
1: you it, don't have to go over the top rope, so you can slide underneath, but if one foot hits the floor, you're done?
0: Both, yeah. like it, So it's the
1: floor one, is lava. The floor is lava. The
0: floor is lava. Yeah, only yeah. one foot has to touch the floor. <laughs> and you don't even have to, like, it's just out of the ring, period.
1: Like,
2: uh-huh. you
0: don't have to go over the top rope. Tyrus did not go over the top rope. The Pope Went to ringside, tripped him from behind, and yanked him out underneath the bottom rope to eliminate him. Like, he didn't go over the top rope. Yeah. Guys, like, one guy did a tope and eliminated himself. He went through. (laughs) sounds
1: terrible.
0: It was awful. Awful. What
1: is the show? Why
0: did, like, why did they change the rules of a battle royal?
1: (laughs) They've been fine for, like, 90 years.
0: You know why I think they did it? I have a theory. I don't think Tyrus can go over the top.
1: Oh, a little Iron Sheik style thing? <laughs> yeah, That's a good idea. Yeah, you're right. And since
0: he wasn't winning, they were like... Because I don't think people understand how woefully out of shape he is. And listen, he wasn't exactly Jack LaLanne to begin
2: with.
0: <laughs> okay? LaLanne. But he is so woefully out of shape at this Jack point. Even...
1: <laughs> even... There's, there's multiple people listening that have no idea who Jack LaLanne is.
0: Even by Tyrus' standards, he's woefully out of shape. He's blown up instantly every match he has to the point where he's a danger to his opponent. (laughs) I'm not even exaggerating. Anyone else watching, which is no one, (laughs) would tell you the same thing. I really think they changed the rules because they didn't want him to win, and he's incapable of going over the top rope. But that doesn't explain the one-foot thing. Why would you make that a thing? Like, both, like, only one foot has to touch. Like, I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand the show.
1: It's a bizarre company, Joe. So that's one
0: match. I think they'll they'll do Tyrus Challenge and Pope. I think they'll do a three way for the women's title. You've got all this versus Trevor Murdoch. Trevor Murdoch, by the way, cut an excellent promo to close the show. Emotional. I wish Harley was here to see this. He told me I'd be the world, cha- world champion someday. It was a good promo. Is that available to watch?
1: I, is that, is that, uh, cause I've seen it passed around, but I don't know. Is it available to watch? You no, know,
0: you would, you would think they would make that promo available. <laughs> they
1: probably didn't, right?
0: You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, there's no direction for Chris. Oh. Chris Masters is no longer... That's right. He's not the national champion anymore, anyway, because he had to forfeit his title Uh-oh. to enter the battle royal, because the no champions were allowed to enter the battle <laughs> royal. Okay. Yeah. See, it gets worse. Why would you
1: want to buy? Why would you want to be in this battle royal, though?
0: It's because the winner gets a world title shot. Okay. So, the Pope was like, "Fuck that! I'm keeping my TV title." But,
1: I see. Okay, but but all uh, yeah. Okay, but but so
0: so Adonis Chris,
1: or whatever. Yeah, Chris Adonis decided.
0: No, he didn't. Aldis made him do it because he wanted Adonis to and Latimer to go after Murdoch, so he would Okay, win.
1: okay, okay. All right, all right.
0: So it's I actually that. That, no, because now there's Adonis is going to be mad at Aldis because he had to give up his title for nothing because Murdoch won anyway, and Aldous is going to be mad at Adonis and Latimer because not Murdoch doing the won the job.
1: They didn't eliminate him. Yeah.
0: Okay. So all that, right, they, all can right. Do, they can do something with that. Okay. So, but, but my point is there's no direction for Adonis for the pay-per-view, and there's no direction for the now-vacant national title. And they've announced nothing. Which means I guess next week, I'm presuming, they'll have some kind of recap show where they announce the matches. Aaron Stevens and Kratos are the tag-team champions. They're doing the gimmick where one's a babyface and one's a heel, and they don't get along. And it's like, this is not, it's not exactly Kevin Steen and El Generico. Okay, let me put it that way. And it hasn't been great, but that's the story they're doing. But they don't have challengers set up. You know, they just beat Crimson and Jack Dane, so they can't face them again. I don't know.
1: There's not much else in the roster, <laughs> unfortunately. That's that's, that's also- the
0: whole fucking rot. Just no, there is no one else in the roster. You know. Tim Storm hasn't been on the show in two weeks. They keep saying he's on assignment. Where? What is he doing? <laughs> What's he doing? What's the assignment?
1: Finals week
0: at school or something. I don't know. Yeah. Didn't they do all these tapings at once? Like, I thought so. I guess what not. did he go out for lunch? Like, where, where's Tim Storm? Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. There's not even directions where you can put together a card. So, I don't fucking know. Your oh, guess is as good as mine. And company. they made no announcement for what next week is going to be, whether it's, first of all, whether it's going to exist.
1: Yeah, whether they're going to charge you. <laughs>
0: whether they're going to air something, we don't know. And then what they air, we, don't, we know it's not going to be a power, but are they going to announce matches? Or are we expected to pay whatever this fucking thing costs for Nick Aldis versus Trevor Murdoch and shoulder shrug? What the fuck? The only other thing we know is that Smashing Pumpkins are playing their hot new single, which is going to be the theme song of the event?
1: Oh, I didn't know the Special Punkets I had a hot new single. There you go. I'm interested in that. Well,
0: it, you're going to be shocked to know it's called "When Our Shadows Fall."
1: Oh, how convenient.
0: Yeah. So that's the only other thing they're doing on the show. They're going to promote their <laughs> their song.
1: I, I don't. I, 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 I kind of respect Billy at Billy there. That's you know that's pretty good work there. Just you know his weird pro wrestling. What, what does uh, Rover call it? He calls it Nick Aldis in Billy's tent or like little like like couch tent it's just like they're little it's like they're fig fed you know what i mean It just doesn't like it there's no real purpose to it it's not like real listen but it kind of happens it's i I,
0: want to like it (laughs) i very badly want to you know i want to like it i want my little simple 48 minute wrestling show that doesn't try to reinvent the wheel simple southern style studio wrestling that's what it was before i liked it I want to like it. It's impossible to like this. I don't know who well we have an idea who might be booking it. Some of the names involved but it needs to change. This is awful. You, they need an adult in the room that knows what the fuck they're doing. Because again you don't need this to be inventive or like state of the art. You just need it to be simple and to make sense.
1: Right and you need it to not end up with your go home show being two weeks before your pay-per-view and you having one announced match before the pay-per-view. I mean that that's just yeah that tells you right there that you know, you, you can you,
0: even tell with the promos, there's no direction because right. you don't have the talent. right people
1: in place. Yeah. And it's especially yeah. the, especially a show like this. And that's what made the, the first run of power so good. That's what made, you know, Ring of Honor when they were doing the pure tournament. And, and a lot of COVID wrestling was, was one of the things I liked about COVID wrestling. One of the things that I hope kind of stays from COVID wrestling. when We were talking about that a few weeks ago is because you had to do kind of mass tapings and stuff like that. It got us back to the days of, all right, what the hell are we going to do for the next month or two? Let's sit down. Let's plan it out. And we can't deviate. We can't change. This is our plan for the next two months. Like, this is what we're going to do. And presumably, they could have done that with power is sat down and said, okay, here's the pay-per-view. Here's when Shadows Fall. Here are the five matches we're going to announce to the pay-per-view or whatever. The five matches we're going to book. How do we get here? And th- and that's how it was done. That's how it was done for years and years and years and years. You just, you can't get to this point and not have a clue. Like, that. that's just, you're, 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 you're just not understanding the basic principles of booking pro wrestling if you get to this point. And you have no clue. So, I don't know.
0: Thunder Rosa Camille was really good.
1: Oh, yeah. Hey, I will check that one out for sure.
0: Best match of the season. If, if you were an easy marker, I could see someone going notebook. It was that good. So if you want me to say something positive. Yeah. yeah. I think slice, slice Boogie has impressed me. You're a big Slice
1: Boogie guy? Yeah.
0: I mean, I think there's something there for him. I don't think he's like a fucking future world champion, but Genocide has looked phenomenal. And uh, Thunder Rosa is always good, and uh, I don't know. I Murdoch. mean, the Pope
1: Murdoch the Pope cut Pope a good promo. Okay. Yeah, Pope
2: cuts.
0: Murdoch good cut promos. a really good promo. Yeah, really good promo, Murdoch. The Pope has been okay, but he, I mean, he's stuck wrestling Tyrus half the time. I mean, yeah. and the and the TV title matches meander back and forth from ten minute time limits to six oh five minutes.
1: They haven't decided yet.
0: And well, it, it was ten minutes on the pay per view. Then it was six oh five again. Yeah. yeah. And Tyrus and the Pope went to a draw. So the Pope with the wild card thing has four successful defenses. He needs three more to get a world title shot. Um, he just has to survive seven times. Mm. You don't have to win, but if you survive seven defenses, you can then turn in your TV title, like like the Money in the Bank briefcase, and get a world title shot. They've had that Going way back, but no one has earned
1: right. It. No one's ever gotten there, so
0: he's close. He needs three more, and the way they're building it, I feel like he's going to get it. Um, I don't know. There's We're gonna do this again next week.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll try. We'll try to guess. Hopefully, we'll at least have a few more matches on the board, but. Uh... We always gotta cover NWA. You know that. This is, as long as the sites existed and the shows existed, we've we've covered NWA. So I will
0: never stop covering yeah, NWA.
1: Until it goes away, until those numbers get retired, or those well, letters that's get never retired. Happened. Yeah. So it's, that's it's not gonna
0: happen. So. That's never going away.
1: All right, let's uh, let's move on to uh final two topics here. Uh the latest on Will Osprey, we'll go to Japan here a little bit. What so what, what last week, as of the end of the show last week, we had reported. We were still kind of getting information coming through. We were kind of getting uh, uh, things as as the show was going on. We did get some updates throughout the weekend. You did a, a, a post at Patreon.com/slash uh, Voices of Wrestling of what we had heard that weekend about Will Osprey and what was going on and, and what's going on with you know Jin and what was going on in in, in New Japan in general. Uh, where do you where would you say we are right now with this story? A week, basically a week out from from. Uh, when he did uh, sacrifice the title and vacate the titles, and 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 when you know New Japan made the announcement that the titles are now vacated and that he is going to be gone and all that sort of stuff. So, what where what would you say? What's the best way to kind of describe it of where we're at now and what we've sort of heard as of late?
0: Well, I don't have anything new from the two news updates we did behind the paywall. The only new information is that Willow Spray is sending out X rays and of his neck.
1: Well, a neck
0: of a neck. Yeah, okay, good point because I know where you're going to go with that. And then saying that, you know, doctors have told him that his back is now thrashed too. So you can add his back to the torn rotator cuff, the injured neck, the broken nose as another injury, quote-unquote injury. Um, You know, look,
2: I don't know where you stand, and I guess you'll have the floor next.
0: My whole thing is I believe he's hurt. Um. I don't know the extent of his injuries, whether they're being worked or exaggerated or whatnot, but I do believe he's really banged up. I do believe that. Um, I'm 100% certain that he was planning on wrestling Okada and dropping the belt to him and then going home. And then as I reported, you know, he got insulted that they asked him to stay. And, he, and instead of staying like the other guys did, he said, no, fuck you. You told me I can go home, I'm going home. And that's what he did. And some of the other people stayed and then unfortunately tested positive. And that's why they're hot. Um, And those people are isolating in the dojo.
1: Yeah, they have to stay in the dojo too.
0: (laughs) And they're hot about that because they they don't have the good hotel accommodations. They've been told to stay in the dojo, which is a dump. So they're not happy about that either. None of them are happy about constantly going back and forth and being the quarantines and the 14 days and So it's been stressful for everyone. So I believe he's hurt. I believe he, he, I mean, everyone seems to agree he was going to wrestle through the tour and wrestle Okada in the dome, and we all presume he was going to lose. Because then the idea was, then he was going to go home and rest up because they weren't going to use him on the next tour after he lost the title. Or after that match, which we're all assuming where he would have lost the title. But when they canceled it and told him he can go home, he packed his bags. And then when they said, Oh no, wait, we're going to run some Mm -hmm, mm corkens. He gave them the jerk off motion and said, not with me. You are. So I'm out of here. And then he wasn't communicating with them. and so they had no choice. Like, all right, well, we have to strip him
2: because we don't know when, or if he's coming back. So
0: that's where I kind of stand on it. Um, and now he's taking this period to heal up that he was planning on taking after he dropped the belt. I think we could all agree he was probably losing to Okada. I mean, that seems obvious now. Uh, but I guess it's not... Like, no one told me that. So I, I'm not, like, saying... I was told he was going to lose to Okada, but I think that's a reasonable assumption. Because he was going to go heal up. But, um, yeah, there is unrest. And, you know, there is... And it's not just the foreigners either, you know, as I talked about behind the paywall, you know, the, the, the native talents pissed off too. When they found, they found out that this latest tour was happening when the fans did, because they found out from Twitter the same day. So even the native talent was like, what the fuck? You know, we thought, thought we were, you know, going home too. And then, you know, they called in and complained to uh, Togo who seems to be the go-between at this point between um, some of the other people in the office. But, you know, and then and, and he passed the buck. He said, well, look, we were waiting on the, the, the we were waiting on, uh, you know, the suits to tell us whether or not we were running shows or not. They told us we're running shows. And then we were waiting on COVID results to see how we were going to book the shows. So that was the delay. So that was the, the office reasoning. It's just they're all mad about the miscommunication and the Japanese talent is now convinced that a lot of these gaijins are going to leave when their contracts are up in January over all of this. They're convinced. And a lot of the, there are a lot of people on the Japanese side who believe that Willow Spray is never coming back and that this is a, a play to try to get released. But again, that's just speculation from, the Jap- from a lot of the Japanese in the company. Will Ospreay has never said he wants a release. Will Ospreay has not asked for a release to the best of our knowledge. Definitely hasn't been granted one. But there are people, both in the office and talents on the Japanese side, who think that's his endgame. And that's kind of where the NXT UK thing came from. It's like, that was described to us as like, just a misunderstanding of what NXT UK is. Like they, that's people putting connecting dots. Like, okay, we know he wants to be closer to the UK and that would be a convenient place to work because he can stay home, but they don't understand what NXT UK is. Right. They don't understand
1: what kind of demotion that would be for the IWTP heavyweight champion.
0: They don't understand that WWE is not going to pay him what he's going to require and then put him there.
1: Exactly. Right. Right.
0: And they don't understand that. You know, it's just it, that it, it never made sense. So it was described as well, the Japanese don't really understand what NXT UK is. They think it's all the same. So there really isn't much to that further than just speculation from some of the Japanese talent who don't really understand the place of NXT UK in the pecking order. Um, I explained it all much better behind the paywall with written word, but. Um, uh, for some reason, I'm way more articulate writing things than saying things. That's that's backwards, but um, but yeah, it's it's. I don't have any update. We don't have any updates from that. We just know what will now. Will Ospreay's telling people his mm-hmm. back is injured too. So here comes rich injury conspiracy. No, terms.
1: no, 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 no. Well, I, <laughs> I'm not with this particular one. I'm not as much of an injury conspiracy. It just boggles my mind how every single time, <laughs> and I just say be cautious when a wrestler gives you a picture of a body part and everybody goes, Oh, see, there you go. It's his neck. I told you it was his neck. And it's like, okay, well maybe we like, we don't know that that's his neck. It's a neck. It's an image of a neck. It's somebody's neck. It's an x-ray of a neck. Like we don't know definitive. and, and to Will's credit, he just fucking shared a picture of some uh, of a neck. You know what I mean? He didn't say, here is my neck. Here's the vertebrae that are fucked up. It's literally just a picture of a neck. And people go, oh, yep, see, it's clear the neck. And then you got people, you know, circling it and going, oh, yeah, this this disc here. And it's
0: like, you don't know anything. Which could also be him going along with the office cover yes, reason for kayfabe. Right. It could, be, it could be him doing kayfabe.
1: I don't know. Like, I, I don't know one way or another. I'm sure he's hurt. I'm sure he is. Every wrestler's hurt, as we said last week. Every wrestler could probably take off six months right now. Every single guy that's a regular, especially will Ospreay. You know what I mean? Especially will Osprey. I but I am positive that pretty much every single wrestler in the world could take six months off and probably would find something that they would say, hey, you know what? This is perfect. I need these six months off because of X. My ankle, my 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 wrist, my back, my neck, my you know, whatever. There's something going wrong with everybody at all times. There definitely is. But yeah, let's let's maybe just not. Automatically assume because a pro wrestler shares a picture of a body part that that is a his body part and that B that's the body part that's clearly hurt and 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 that's the reason that they're out. That's all I'm saying. I don't I don't I don't know if Will is or not. The fact that he's doing the exact Tanahashi playbook though, I do enjoy though. That 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 is the word
0: direct. Well, the word from the trainer was that he could get through the matches on the rest of the tour, but then the tour was canceled and then he packed his bags and then he said, Fuck you, I'm not coming back. For Corrigan's, so it's not like he has injuries to where the New Japan trainers thought he cannot be in a ring taking bumps. They thought he could originally could finish the original tour. Mm -hmm. So and like you're saying, they so then the office cover reason. The office, listen, New Japan can't say Wall Sprays mad at us, so we're stripping him of the title, and we don't know when he's coming back. So their cover reason was his neck. So him putting out an X-ray of a neck. That could be a sign that he isn't planning on that he isn't wanting out of the company because he's going along with the office cover reason for him not being there.
1: Right. And and that's that's actually where I'm at right now with this entire story, is 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 what I think, judging by what happened last week and what's now happened this week, is almost exactly like you said. Will's thinking, all right, I'll do the dome. I'll lose to Okada, and then I'm gonna go to the UK for for a few months, rest up, and I'll be back for ready for the rest of the year. I'll be ready for G1 or something like that. You know what I mean? I'll be ready for Wrestle Kingdom next year. Just let me have this. You know, I'll go back, drop the title, and then and then I'm off. And that and then that plan was exact. I mean, that plan makes sense to me. That's probably the way it was gonna go. It, it lets will rest up a little bit. It lets Okada get that title. You know what I mean? It let it, it, It's fine. It works out perfectly. Then this all this stuff kind of throws it for a loop. Then he's he's on his way out saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to go home and rest up or whatever. And they say, hey, we need you for these shows. And he's probably like, well, fuck. No, <laughs> like I already told my family I'm coming. I've already booked the flight. You know what I mean? Like I'm already once you're in that frame of mind, once you're in the frame of mind that I am going to home and I'm going to go see, you know, people I'm going to go stay with, you know, acts I'm going to go do, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that, not only is that difficult on the wrestler to kind of get in that frame of mind of, ah, you know what, I've been, I've been here for a long, long time. It's going to be really good to go back and see these people and yada, yada, yada. But then also." those people in your life that are probably saying oh great you know like I, and I don't know I, I have no idea Will's relationships with any family members or anything like that but I assume that somebody was looking forward to seeing Will again <laughs> you know what I mean like somebody was saying oh great hey guys Will's gonna you know what I mean like you know, something like that I, I know that if I was in Japan for eight months and I told my mom hey uh, I'm gonna be able to come home for two months she would probably be very happy oh cool great awesome and then having to call her and say hey actually no never mind I'm not coming I have to stay here now when are you coming again? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe, uh, maybe in eight months again or something. You know, like that. That that's that's a lot of. So yeah, I could see that the on frustration. top of all of the
0: other frustrations you have with the office with the miscommunications. Right,
1: thing. right, right. And that's that's annoying. Like so. You, now I've told everybody I'm coming. You, I've been in the frame of mind that I'm coming. Now you're telling me I can't come because I have to do these dumb little cork and shows that you know that, that that kind of came out of nowhere. Like you said, it wasn't communicated well to anybody on the roster. No. <laughs> Which is another point of contention where I'm sure even if you're not upset as somebody who thought they were going to leave, the people there are like, what the fuck? Like, you're not going to tell us you're running these shows until, you know, two days prior or whatever. So that's annoying from that standpoint, too. So that's where I think what happened is last week. And it all kind of blew up with Will just saying, you know what? Fuck you. Take the stupid title. I'm done. I'm out. And then then bouncing and leaving. I feel like with now that he's tweeting it out, now he's showing things of next. Now he's talking about his back. I'm determined to make a comeback this year. Thank you for the support. He's been much more vocal this week. I think things have kind of cooled a little bit. And my oh. standpoint is that he he's there I and mean, he's not coming back. He's not getting, you know what I mean? But like for right now, he's going to say, you know what? I'm going to rest up. And in four or five months or whatever, I'll call you guys and we'll, 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 you know,
0: I think his plan all along was to go home and rest just after the dome. Right. I think his plan now is still just to go. home. Exactly. Right, right, right. I think the other stuff is just it's, and we've never, it's always just been speculation from the other people on the roster that he wants out. We've never heard that from him. You know, he's not saying anything like that. I think he just sees it as I was going home either way. If anything, we know he's not a belt mark. I mean, that's for certain. He seemed not to give a shit about that. He just wanted to go home. He probably had in his mind, okay, I'm hurting, I'm going home. And he was already in that mindset. And when they said, oh, you got to stay, he's like, oh, fuck that. I already had plans to go home and rest up and get this body healed up. So, you know what? You know, that's part of it too. Like, I understand your aspect. Oh, I'm going to see all my people. And I've, I've already have England on the brain. But it's also a matter of he probably mentally shut his body down too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and now you're being told you got to work these four impromptu shows. And none of them were happy about it. But, um, you know, he's the only one that didn't unpack his bags. You know, the others stayed. And, but had to, cause, and then two of them failed the COVID test when they came back. So it's just a total complete. Yeah, I, I, I
1: think things blew up last week and everybody was upset. And I think cooler heads have somewhat prevailed. Now, will this be long-term things? Will people always remember this and go, you know what? I don't really have much loyalty to you guys anymore. Like, this was my dream job, but now, you know what? Nah, you know. This last year, show me your true colors. Like, is that going to be a thing? I don't know. Maybe it's very possible that's going to be a thing. And then guys that were loyal before are going to lose their loyalty, or or or, or remember this, or be upset, or whatever. That is totally plausible. You know, plausible and possible. But I do think right now is things have cooled at least from last week. I think it, it, just my read on the situation is will being more vocal about it will kind of following the company line will just kind of saying yeah, yeah things aren't looking good my back my neck are fucked up all right so i'll be back later this year basically and, that, and then well, I, so, I don't
0: get the sense he ever really wanted out i just no no no, no. i don't it. either
1: I, I really don't either i i i don't i think he just got annoyed that he thought he was going to leave and the only option was will i stay and keep this title or i leave you know i give you the title and i go home and they go, yeah. And he goes, all right. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> like, I'm out. Yeah. You know, give it to, go give it to Okada. You know, have Okada win a fucking tournament or something, man. I'm good. Like, you know, I, I, and that's fine. Like that to me. That if 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 New Japan can accept that, and if he can accept that, and all these people can be all right, then I think this isn't the worst thing in the world anyway. It, it blew up and it got crazy and all that sort of stuff, but it's not going to be the end of the world. You know what I mean? If if at least they welcome him back and he's interested in coming back and all that sort of stuff, so I'm not worried about that. And I don't we- think he's going to NXT UK or whatever. So.
0: No, that was just all a misunderstanding. But look, we know they were going to let him go home after the Dome, which is why I think he was going to lose the title.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because they don't typically run tours without their champion. I mean, it's not impossible that they would have done that, but it just seems awfully convenient that they were going to let him go home after that match. It just seems to me like he would have lost it. But I don't know that for a fact. Maybe he would have beaten Okada. I don't know. So I just want to make it clear that that's just my personal opinion mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that he was going to lose that match. um. But, yeah, so we don't really have anything new other than what he's telling people now. And, you know, like Rich is saying, a lot of that stuff could be he seems to be the stuff he's putting out there seems to be more in line with what the office. Seems it to it be follows the company line. The
1: yeah, yeah. And that's, that, cool. and that's that to me is a little bit of a tip off to make me think that cooler heads have prevailed a little bit because there, it's very easy to say. Nah, my next fucking, you know, my next fine, I'm will, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's a lot of ways that you can do it that just fly in the face of what the company said.
0: Yeah, like, if he was annoyed with the office and the issue was deeper than going home to rest, he would dispute what New Japan is telling right, the fans. Right, right, right. He could say when something if-
1: that, you know, my, my neck might not be great, but I can still work better than anybody in the world, you know what I mean? Stuff like that, you, you know, there's...
0: Something to let people know that what New Japan is saying isn't the whole story. Instead, right, right, right. instead he's going along with
1: it. He's lockstep with their story as well.
0: Yes. So I, I am not of the belief that he wants out. Um, the roster disagrees with us. They are convinced that this guy wants out. The Japanese side anyway. Um, you know, it got to the point where the one, one guy on the roster, one Japanese guy on the roster was annoyed because the office was telling him, stay in your house. You can't even go to the gym. You know, it's that kind of communication stuff where one day it's, okay, you can go to the gym. The next day it's, okay, no, everyone has to stay home. Mm-hmm. Don't even go to the gym. Because it's like y- you get the sense the office changes their minds on yeah. policies wow. and, and things. The, and
1: the country does, too, every single yeah, well, the com-
0: Yeah, the country's a mess, too, obviously. Yeah, you're right. Ah,
1: these and Olympics, it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's a disaster. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then they just, you know, then, you know, Bushi Road decides, oh, no, we're going to run some shows. And then the office people on the ground, you know, the the creative and booking people, then they got to put a show together, but then they don't know who they have available because the COVID tests haven't come back yet. And then that's why you have this situation where it's like it all was like last minute. You know, and, and then you have some of the veteran leaders like complaining like, what the fuck? It, yeah, it's 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 an absolute shit show. I think it'll all... These things tend to work themselves out. Um, You know, it, the feeling is that you know, the word mutiny didn't come from us. That came from inside the company. Mm-hmm. The word mutiny when it was getting thrown around and unrest and all those things. So, you know, they're convinced that a lot of the foreign talent is, you know, pushed beyond the point of no return. But it is wrestling. And he these, these things do tend to work themselves out. Yeah. And I just like, think
1: I just think tensions were probably pretty high. I mean, you got two of the guys sitting there in the fucking dojo that are annoyed and, 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 and you know. Upset. You have Will, the champion, who's annoyed and upset and given the title. I think just everything just kind of came at the same time. But I think over the time, it, it, it to me, at least my read on it is things didn't get worse over this last week. It felt like things kind of calmed down over the last week. So
0: yeah, that's true. It didn't. You're right. It didn't. There's not building tensions. It's kind of like.
1: I think you we've know, all these, kind of been there. I think I we we've all been in workplaces where you're like, you know what, fuck that, you know, we should all fucking quit, fuck this place. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, you go after yeah. the after your shift, and everyone's at the bar drinking, like, you know, fuck that guy, like, let's leave, you know, <laughs> like, like, I can get another yeah. job, fuck that guy, and then you wake up the next day and you're at the job, and you go, ah, you know, well, whatever, it's fine, you know, it, it, it yeah, I'm gonna you, look you, for other jobs, but I'm, not you know, uh, we don't have to quit today, it's fine. So,
0: right, 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 yeah, I mean, you know, what you, and what it's, you do it,
1: in the moment is 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 you know.
0: And you're in a foreign country that is like the epicenter of the it's worst fucking COVID disaster. Right yeah, so so there's there's that added too. I mean, they have guys, you know, there's people like Nagata and Kojima coming over here so they can get the fucking vaxxed, <laughs> You No, <know?
1: laughs> oh, you Joe, come- no, they're coming on learning excursions. Are you kidding? This yeah. you think Kojima you Nagata won? just popped up into a, a, a new pair? You know what I would want to do is a uh, see how was doing over there in America. So you know.
0: You think Kojima's all worked up to work against Madman Fulton? He's he got, oh, he's got
1: Josh him? Alexander coming up at the pay per view, sir. You you show some.
0: Is that the respect. match? That, that is the that.
1: match. Yeah, that announces we we're recording this. Wow, I'm into that. Yeah, that sounds fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, hell yeah.
1: You know, Josh was like, "God, I, I think." Let me make sure that's the actual. Uh... Oh no, sorry. So it was so Toshi Kojima versus Joe Doring is the match.
0: Oh well, that's a lot different, Rich.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know why I got Josh Alexander in my mind.
0: I mean, it, I, it, well, I'm know. doing the
1: show. It's hard to read things to get in the show. Okay, don't were, message us. Were, we know we got it. We got it.
0: If this were Joe during 2017, or something. <laughs>
1: yeah. Unfortunately, that's a much less inci- exciting match. So,
0: um,
2: you know, so I, I mean, got to imagine
1: Josh is probably asking somebody. Maybe in my head, I was just thinking that Josh Alexander's like, can I please face Kojima? Maybe they'll do that. So,
0: we I mean, all hyped up. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'd during- like to
1: believe that Nagata just traveled to America. Um, just out of just to check on Ren and Reed and see how he's doing. Just yeah. you know. For no other reason <laughs> that all the older men in New Japan for Wrestling just decided to come to America, I don't know, right around May 2021, just for I don't know. Just to tighten up their game a little bit. So.
0: Well, I I mean I have to send them home now. Isn't the state of emergency just getting worse? I don't really pay attention to that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, but I don't know. it's uh anyway, no real update on no. that. But um, I, I want to find out how that meeting went at Corkin. I haven't really heard anything about that. Um, that was on the 24th, I think.
2: Try to settle everybody down. But um,
3: I don't
1: know. Yeah, maybe it went well. Maybe it went well enough because that, that might. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. I'm sure this will be an ongoing saga. So New Japan's back, I guess, kind of. So. I don't think <laughs> they have no clue what they're doing with this title, no ima- no things announced the dates are all wrong on the website. It's a fucking disaster, so yeah, they don't know what's going on and, and they don't know who they have and when they can run shows and how they can run shows and where they're can run shows so we'll see but uh thankfully, one company is running shows that we've been watching here, Dragon Gate we will conclude the show here with dragon gate uh King of gate uh the f- tournament as I said wraps up on June third uh we got a few shows coming up in the uh or we we've watched most of the shows. Uh, that have made tape so far. Uh, I've seen just about everything I know. You, I think you have seen everything that has made tape uh, so far on King of Gate. So I don't know. How do you, do you, do you want to do this like we did last time, where I kind of go over the blocks and and you can tell me who stood out or who you've liked or or whatever, or do you have any other um, kind of big picture thoughts?
0: Well, we left off on the. We talked about everything through the sixteenth. The show on the nineteenth didn't make tape, and then they went up to Sapporo for a bunch of shows up there. Um. Which I think is sort of out of the brunt of the COVID mess, because that's way up north on that North Island.
1: Yeah, so, I don't know exactly yeah, I don't know what, but I think it's better because it seemed to at least have you know a little bit of a crowd and, and stuff so.
0: They had like 200 fans a night, and, but it was very dire looking in terms of atmosphere. And the two shows that I saw from Sapporo, the effort levels were not good, with the exception of that they worked hard in the main events. Mm-hmm. The first night was Jason Lee and KZ. And that was a pretty good match, I'd say three and a half range. Um, but the underneath stuff was clearly they didn't have their working shoes on. The next night on the twenty second was the night where um, Kyo Watanabe and Yamato did the, like the two minute double. <laughs> yeah. They just had no interest in working. I mean, they they did like a three minute double count out or whatever it was. Yeah,
1: five minutes and, and thirty five seconds. But yeah, they're basically brawling on the outside. Then they go
0: 19, 20,
1: ding, 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 and the amount goes. Oh damn it! It's just like yeah, so bad. Yeah, and, it was like oh, all right.
0: So the um the main event though was Susumu Yokozuka and Dragon Kid. And again, the main events everybody worked pretty hard, mm, and the matches yeah, yeah. were pretty decent. But. The underneath stuff was like, okay, there's nobody here. Um, the atmosphere stinks, and it's just it definitely affected um, how hard everybody worked. I didn't see the third show from Sapporo on the twenty third yet. Um, that had Shun Skywalker and Okuda, which I definitely am looking forward to. And KZ versus ATA in the main events.
1: Yeah. So I, I, I did see that. Both those matches are good. I think you'll enjoy both of those. I think Okuda and, and Skywalker was really, really good. Uh, and KZ and ATA, I'm, I'm, I, I like KZ a lot uh, and, and we're an ATA, a pro ATA podcast. So I, I, I think you'll like that one too. I think both of those matches were pretty good. Uh, and then the other King of Gate match didn't happen because Naruki Doi was in it. So anyway. All right. Yes. Yep, so. He's not wrestling in the tournament. So I, I just skipped. I will say I just skipped to the King of Gate matches on that, on that last show. Uh, so I've I don't know how any of the tags were, but I've heard that the tags are. You
0: know. I'm not wasting time with that. It's no, they no, yeah. got too much stuff to watch. Um, and then I think the next two shows, as far as I know, are not airing or at least haven't aired yet. So uh, can't really talk about those. I see an interesting result on the 24th, though Dragon Kid and Jason Lee double fall. At twelve Double
1: fall, okay.
0: You don't see that every yeah, day
1: Yeah, they close line each other and then both you know land with their arms on each other, yeah, and then go with the one, two, three. I don't know. That's
0: Yeah. Um so I'm don't kinda know what's
1: I'm kind of interested in that U T versus uh Hyo Watanabe match of like the, the disappointing, <laughs> you know, youngsters uh sh- showcase match here with U T and, and and Hyo. Uh but uh yeah, that's that does not look like a very good show, so maybe it's better that that one doesn't air.
0: But. Hey, did you see Yamato eat it on his ring entrance that the was other night? Incredible, day? yeah. He's like Mister Cool. Oh,
1: like the, the, the most cool, calm, collected guy ever. You know, slowly wipes the hair away from his eyes because he's just yeah. The, he's just the coolest motherfucker in the universe, and then yeah.
0: And he slips off the apron <laughs> just and
1: eats, eats it. it. Just, just fucking face first.
0: <laughs> Yamato of all people, you know, it's so funny. Um. And then uh, yeah, he played it cool though. He just got up and got right back in the ring and did his little hair gimmick with his fingers. He's just he's unflappable. The Um He faced Ashita uh, on the twenty fifth. Again, I don't think that's going to air, or at least didn't air yet. But uh, what do these standings look like now? You got these standings? Yeah,
1: I do. So here are the standings as of this recording on May, uh, May 27th here. Your A block, Kota Minora, uh, still very, very far ahead. I think mathematically, let me, let me make sure. I think mathematically he is close. He, is he might have wrapped
2: it up, right? Yeah, I
1: th- I th- I'm pretty sure he did. I, I don't think there's any other matches that people could, which is I think what they were trying to go with anyway. Um, but it just kind of happened a little bit easier. Uh, oh, he's done. Yeah, he's done. So that's it. So he, he's definitely in there. So, yeah, your A <laughs> block is Kota Minora wins it with 10 points. B.B. Hulk with six, uh, Diamante with six, uh, Yoshida with six, Nuruki Doi with two, and Benkei with zero. So, yeah, right, so
0: none of those guys have two matches left where they can tie. They them. have
1: zero matches left. I think because of the forfeits, you could pretty much just go right, right down the list over. there and, and and figure that out. So I don't know if that's the official number, but um, we 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 know that they're going to forfeit the rest of the way. So yeah, that that is your. I official... don't think
0: he. Would. I think Benkei would have won the block if he were healthy. So they they. That's the block we talked about that last week. That block got screwed up. The B block is very tight. Everyone's yeah, the B block. Them. Yeah, the, this
1: one is 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 booked kind of how you would probably want to book it. Both the B and the C block make a lot of sense. Like you, the numbers on the A block make no sense whatsoever because you know one guy won a match and then two guys had to you know forfeit everything and then so uh, anyway B block is Dragon Kid at five points, Jason Lee at five points, Espy Kento at four, uh, uh, Susumu at four, KZ at four, eta at four. So that is still. Completely up in the uh, open for everybody. ata uh, has got Susumu left. Uh, SB Kento has KZ left. Dragon Kid is done, though. So Dragon Kid at five points, he is done. So I think he would... Yeah, it'd be a, t- a tough go for old Dragon Kid to, to, to make it through here. Uh, KZ has SB Kento left. Uh, and as I said, Eita, uh Or Susumu has Aeta left. So, um... Definitely. So Dragon, s-
0: Kid, so Dragon Kid's basically eliminated unless everyone has no contest.
1: It, it, unless everybody gets no contest or, or, or yeah, even even I don't even think it, it's got to be straight up no contest because Jason Lee can't even go to a double pin. <laughs> or so Jason Lee and Dragon Kid are done. Those guys are both done at five points.
0: And they have no more matches. And they have no
1: more matches. So those other guys either have to get double pins or something. You know, it has to be something weird. Yeah, because everyone
0: a, else has four, so someone has to win at least one match Right, to exactly. Get unless
1: there's a bunch so. of double count outs and and stuff. They're but, not going to do that. I don't yeah. think they're going to do that. Yeah. So one of those guys is going to. Is going to go through, but there's some interesting matches there. I I, I think uh, uh, SP versus uh, KZ uh, is definitely an interesting one there. Uh, Aita versus Susumu sounds pretty cool too. So, yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting to see how that uh, how that plays out. And then your C block, uh, a few more matches left on that one too. Yamato with seven, Shun Skywalker with six, Kaito Ishida with four, UT with four, uh, Keisuke Okuda three, and then Hyo. Uh, at 0 so as far as things left UT nothing more left for him he's already at 4 points he already cannot win and that, that's fine you didn't want UT to win that anyway uh, Hyo has uh, 0 points he has a match left with Shun Skywalker I would assume that he's probably not winning that But uh, so
0: Skywalker's going to 8 for sure
1: I think he's probably going to beat Hyo and, and, and move to 8 so then who so
0: was Yamato's last match so yet.
1: Yamato has nobody left anymore so that oh. m- might be why they did the double count out with Hyo And they did a draw with Okuda as well. So they tried to get him.
0: Yes, because Yamato beat Skywalker. Right,
1: right. So to to break that tie, they had to have him get one point somewhere along the line. So that's where, you know. All right,
0: so that's an easy block. Skywalker's going to beat. I think
1: so, yeah. Uh, Okuda's got Ashida, but uh, Okuda, he can't do it anyway because he's at three. Yeah, so he's out. Uh, And who who's got four points. He has Okuda, but again, he yeah, he's not going to be able. He's not going to pass so, this guy. So it's down to it's down to Yamato and Shun. So unless if Shun gets a, a a pinfall over the guy who has zero, he wins it. So
0: yeah, Skywalker's there's no way he's losing to Yo. So the the, the block comes down to that match, and there's like no drama because it's a guy he's definitely going to beat. Um, so B block has all the drama.
1: Yeah, B block's probably the only one that has any amount of, or really is the only one that has any amount of drama because yeah, that that's completely winnable. By SB Kento, Susumu, KZ, and Ata. and I think realistically, of those guys, like I could totally buy SB Kento, I can totally buy KZ, and I can totally buy Eta, Uh Oh
2: yeah, uh, winning yeah, that. Yeah.
1: So that's what's cool. I mean, and, and hell, I mean, you could do it with Susumu if you really wanted to. Uh, Susumu
0: could win it, yeah. Yeah, yeah can,
1: for sure. So there's there's four guys in that block that all could definitely definitely win it and be be justified in winning it. So that that's they cool. all have
0: one match left. Is that what you said? Uh,
1: yes. SB Kento has KZ, KZ, SB Kento... Uh, and Susumu has Eita. Yeah, yeah. So there you go.
0: So those two matches, SP Kento versus KZ and Susumu versus Eita. Now, what will happen is two of those guys will win, and then I guess one of them will win. Oh, but there's three blocks. So I don't know the rules as far as does a fourth person advance and all that. That I don't know. But in terms of winning the block, no one can win it outright unless there's another draw.
1: Well, they do. I, I think what they do, and, and, and I guess open the voice gates, Michael Spears and, and Case Logan can correct it. I believe they're doing what they did last year where the final semifinal spot. So the three guys will all come in. So Kota Minora, whoever wins in the B block and then Shun Skywalker, presumably off in the, the, the C block all come in. And then everybody that got eliminated, they do a battle Royal. And then w- the person who wins that battle Royal moves up and is, is the final semifinal spot.
0: Okay. Um, so we're that's going there for, we're being told in the chat that Hio is doing double count outs on purpose. To screw people So that's where the drama will come in with Skywalker But I think Skywalker is just going to beat
1: him Yeah yeah yeah. I think so too
0: I don't, I don't think that yeah I think That will create a little bit of drama You know and yeah, uh, Some, 17, get some
1: 19 in. count slide ins And yeah. stuff like that and then yeah I think he's just going to beat him though
0: Yeah I think he'll just beat him um, Because why do you need Yamato To win the block If Yamato Yamato beats Skywalker Right I'm not imagining that So
1: uh,
0: If sh- 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 sh-
1: yeah uh, yes, yes, he morning. did yes, he did yes.
0: so it, why you don't need Yamato to win the block because he already has that win over Skywalker, and you can do a title match off of that so it, I, I, so I think Skywalker will just beat yo and Yamato's already set for something with Skywalker because he beat him. you know you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, I don't, yeah. Yamato doesn't need to win the block, so that's why you know, I think he'll he'll just beat that guy and, and win the block with eight. Skywalker will so um, all right, so that's Gate It should be all wrapped up by the next time, because it ends on the last show is the second, right?
1: Yeah, for a week from now. So actually, on this show, if depending on when it makes up makes uh, tape or when it, when it gets on Dragon Gate uh, Live, uh, the last show is going to be on the third. So we'll be able to uh, hopefully react to it next week. So.
0: Oh, okay, the third. I thought. That, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, that's I,
1: exactly that's like, a week from okay. now. So yeah, it doesn't matter.
0: Yes, either way, we can still do it.
1: Yeah. yeah, which is good. So as long
0: as we watch it quickly.
1: Yeah, or if it goes up that morning or whatever, hopefully it does. So, anyway, that's it. So, that's King of Gate. That's Dragon Gate. And that's uh, that's our show here. So, anyway, uh, Double or Nothing, instant reaction live, immediately following Double or Nothing on Sunday night. It's a Sunday night pay per view again. Patreon.com slash Voice to Wrestling, $10 tier uh, to listen to that. As Joe has said, and he always tries to say, this is our only time that we are going to go match by match uh, on this show. We might talk big picture stuff next week. We might, you know, kind of react to some parts of it. But if you want match by match breakdowns, ratings, all of our review of of double or nothing, you're gonna get that immediately following the show on Sunday, ten dollar tier, patreon.com slash uh, voices of wrestling and that also gives you everything we do on patreon.com slash voice of wrestling too which is an ungodly amount of content uh this month including the will exclusive news that we had the retro shows we had uh, i've been doing the WrestleMania randomizer i got a, a, an audio doc about iwgp uh, world title vacancies coming up in the next few days as well you're gonna get all that stuff for the ten dollar tier so it unlocks everything we do plus the instant reaction shows so uh definitely a, a a good value for you there uh but yeah we'll do it immediately following double or nothing we'll react to the show and then, uh, yeah, that's it for us. So anyway, for Joe Lanza, I'm Rich Kreich. We'll talk to you next time on the Voice Wrestling Flagship Podcast. Take care.